Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to episode 32 of the X-Button Gaming Podcast. Once again, I never mentioned this any other time, but today I'm going to say who your host is. It's me, Chris Perry. Woo! <laughs> Chris. And then I have the same two guests that I had last time, because they had nothing better to do. <laughs> um, I got my friend Jimmy. Konbangwa. I don't know what that means. And Alex. Um, konbangwa. <laughs> talk about bongs it is the <laughs> it is the evening version of konnichiwa um, oh. slash night or japanese friend mm. yeah that's cool it's cool that you know that you need to start watching anime with me without subtitles and live translating yeah yeah <laughs> uh, you could be all the voice actors i gotta me. go <laughs> <laughs> no thanks thanks for uh for joining me here again uh, this will be a fun episode um so before we get into the been playing portion of the podcast <clears throat> excuse me we're going to actually do something that we normally do that we never did with you guys. And that's uh, anybody who's listened to at least a handful of episodes of the podcast probably knows that I, for a new guest, I'll usually talk to them about how we know each other. Um, well, I didn't start that until well after I'd had Alex and James on the podcast. So most people, other than the handful of people that have known us throughout our whole friendship. So for James, it's just Jordan <laughs> and for Alex, a few others, uh, most people don't know how we met each other. They just obviously know we're friends because you've been on the podcast multiple times. So I figured we'd do that. I'd, I'd just do it with both of you since I have you both here. Um, so, Alex, do you remember how we met each other? I don't. But, I mean, <laughs> because... How we knew each other, maybe? Is I mean, the... yeah, through our my my, my dad. Our and daddies your dad. were best friends. Yeah. But oh. they never hung out. <laughs> <laughs> friends without benefits. <laughs> Yeah, they were best friends, and they always talked about how they were best friends. But somehow, me and Alex only ever hung out twice until we were like, yep, like of working age. <laughs> yeah, that's how comfortable your guys' dads were with their relationship. They didn't need to see each other to yeah. know how strong their I relationship just knew was. Knew they were best friends. I just hope I can release that stage with you, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait till we're there. Oh, this is my best friend, Alex. We see each other once every ten years. It's great. They we both still, like sports, so I know they had that in common. They did. They yeah. both love sports. They both worked at the newspaper at some point. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. My dad was very briefly there, but and your dad knew my mom. Yeah. Before from my like dad. high school. Yeah, like so really weird old people stuff. They knew mm. each other a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Somebody will have them on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, my dad's dead, Alex. Well, so. No. <laughs> so. Your mom and my dad. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine trying to have them talk about video games and not uh, demean us? <laughs> Connie, so what have you been playing lately? Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, that's all she plays. And June's Journey. Um, but Which is sponsored. <laughs> sponsored. This episode is sponsored by June's Journey. I wish, man. That game throws advertisements at you every two seconds. And Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I bet they would sponsor us. <laughs> they would. They'll sponsor anything. Um, but so we, for, I guess, as real friends, we've been friends since it was right after I started it. No, it was actually just before I started at GameStop, I think. Um, so, like, I was right about 18. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember... I feel like we hung out we, before you started working there. Yeah, we hung, we'd hung out a few times, yeah. but it was Tyler Makita mm-hmm. kind of started getting us... He was the bond. He was the bond. He was the glue, and then that glue came apart and went on its own path, and, and me and Alex bonded still friends, together. So. <laughs> <laughs> the glue was strong enough the, without him. <laughs> the glue was strong, but uh, Tyler, if you ever listen to this, we do miss you. I do. Amen. Um, but, yeah, so... I remember you came over once. I don't. I think it was after. Was it after the Kingdom Hall construction or something? Mm, I don't remember I don't what know. was going on. But you came over and we played Rogues 
Squadron mm-hmm. um, on GameCube. It was the so it was the Rebel Leader two player mode in Rebel Strike. Mm-hmm. Um, we played that, and that game is so hard. But and then you talked about Serenity, which I hadn't seen yet, and that's kind of <laughs> like where the friendship was like really started. Yeah, I mean originally it was with Pokemon. I th- we've talked about that before. Yeah, the first time. Well, I think we hung out like one or two times before that. But yeah. the first time we kind of knew like, okay, this guy's cool uh-huh. was when we were probably around. Well, I, right after Pokemon came out. Yeah. So 11, 12, yep. in that range. And I went to your house, not sure what to think, because that's an awkward age, too, where mm-hmm. you aren't really good at making friends. And I'm just a little bit older than you, so yeah. it's like, oh. What? Yeah, so it's super <laughs> awkward for me, especially. But you had recorded, it was an assembly day. <laughs> it was on recorded, VCR. <laughs> uh, yeah, on VCR for those kids out there. That was an old, that was before streaming. <laughs> <laughs> before DVDs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we watched, you had recorded an episode of Pokemon and we watched it. And that was mm-hmm. the Paris episode. Um, Paris, Parasect. I'm glad you remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But uh, but yeah, so our friendship, our, our knowing each other goes back a long time, but our yeah. friendship is much more recent. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, well, yes, much more recent. I, yeah. It, at this point, it, like might be as rec- it might be less recent than how far back we've known. The, the time... I've known you longer than, I've, <laughs> than I haven't known you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We're just <laughs> we've been ourselves. friends. Yeah, we've been close friends longer yeah, than I have. Long and long, long time. Then we haven't. Whole working life. I mean, yeah. that's a long time at this point. Seventeen yep. years. Uh-huh. You, <laughs> <laughs> um, for me at least. But yeah, and then first we went to PAX together. Uh-huh. That was where the PAX tradition started. Was just yep. you and I. So we got some. We have plenty of good memories. We were roommates. We were. For it was a, a for great a score. Ten months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wasn't long enough, but it was fun. That was a cool place. So. So yeah, that's how me and Alex know each other. Um, going on seventeen years now, mm-hmm. and then there's James. Hello, oh man, you... we've been pissing each other off for oh, man. <laughs> for uh, what tw- thirty years now. We're, we're essentially <laughs> siblings. I don't, <laughs> I don't even remember the first time you met. Like oh, I, 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 I was, do. I was just trying to remember the, my, my earliest memory of you, and I feel like it's. I remember that our parents or maybe it was your parents i think they collectively went to like a gym or something mm-hmm. together yeah, that's good is that I remember right you is that that's, that's gotta that's be cl- not the first memory that but it's I close have, to but... it's close to the earliest i have and yeah. i remember actually i think you're right i think is our, that the earliest memories? i think my very first time ever hanging out with you is our parents went to the gym and we had to go to the daycare area yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and they had i remember i remember this because you we you brought a movie Oh, uh, you guys brought Jurassic Park. Oh, and I wanted to watch Jurassic Park because my parents wouldn't let me watch it. And, um, <laughs> oh, that's sad. But the, the, I mean, I, we were like four. Yeah, that's true. That's so. honestly that's, that's still <laughs> that's a pretty scary movie even now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you guys wanted to watch some cartoon in that one because it was you and Jordan. So yeah. So I lost, but maybe we were five because Jordan was talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm. but yeah, but the first time I think we really hung out. Mm. I think our parents still went to the gym, but I was dropped off at your house because your cousin Melvin was there and oh. he watched us and we watched him play um, oh. Link's Awake- Link to the Past. Yep. He was, he was a huge Super Nintendo fan. I, for- I forgot about that. Yeah. He'd play Link to the Past. He'd play Super Street Fighter. He'd play, he'd play a lot of stuff on Super NES and, and it, that I had no opinion of until he'd play them. Yeah. That's so interesting. No, it was a long time ago. I remember that, and Jafrell was there, and I remember playing some game where she chased us around. We had to hide from her because she was a girl. Mm-hmm. You know? But, yeah, that's that was a long time ago. And then we went. me and James went to school together. We were the same age, so we were the same grade. Um, and then, yeah, we were just friends ever since. Mm-hmm. Eventually, so, we joined the same congregation. We, we were kind of like congregation... <clears throat> adjacent. Adjacent. <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, it was about 10 when we did that. But, yeah, we've... We've been around each other for a long time. Jordan was always there. 
for a while he was the annoying younger brother, and then he was the younger brother that helped me team up with against mm-hmm. you. And then, and, and, and and eventually I became the annoying older brother. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but it did. But yeah, it's kind of it's one of those things where like I've we've made tons of friends along the along the way, but it is strange, and a lot of people don't have this. So like it is, I don't know, sound cheesy, but I special maybe I guess is the right word. Or we have so much of our lives that are like tied together Mm -hmm. that we have memories of stuff together where a lot of people don't have that with people that they still have in their lives at least Mm -hmm. um or they see regularly so we're we're kind of lucky there but just in the video game aspect we experienced super nintendo to where we are now yeah like alongside each other so 64 man like yeah it was kind of nice having built like i didn't have siblings well i did but they're a lot older than me Mm -hmm. So it was nice having like built-in friends, two mm-hmm. more friends to play co- co-op stuff or multiplayer yeah, stuff. Or play with. games that we didn't have. You know, that you know, you could only get our parents to buy so many games. So yeah, when so we had different games, and, it helped a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I did have my nephew, Nathan, who was only a few years younger than me, but he wasn't around all the time. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, so many, many years between us and Jordan. And then me and Alex... I remember oh, seeing. No. Wait, wait. <laughs> this isn't important. <laughs> this is an okay, interrelation. This is an inter podcast <laughs> no, relationship. Hold, hold my hand. <laughs> well, now, now I want to know how you guys became friends. I don't. Do you remember the it first time we met? Me, wasn't it? it? I don't remember the first time we met either. I, I just don't. remember at some point, I knew you were friends with Chris, mm-hmm. and this is this is late teenage years. And of course, I knew like we knew each other. Yeah, just I, in passing. I would. Everybody s- knew the Dunmire. Basically, the only time I saw Alex was at the assemblies, the circuit assemblies, and every time you know. The nice thing about circuit assemblies back in the day was it was like it was your family. You'd come, you'd come to see every every couple times, you mm-hmm. know, a couple times every year. And Alex was one of the people I looked forward to talking to the most. Like that's actually my friend. And so every <laughs> assembly, that I, I felt like I got a little bit closer to Alex and a little bit closer to Alex. And now we're brothers. <laughs> now you're <in-law>. related. <laughs> it's funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, small world. But you see, guys, I bring people together. Yes. So you're welcome. Mm-hmm. I brought you to your wives. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Joined together in union. Yeah. <laughs> now you guys are all related. Um, but yeah, no, that's just, I don't know if anybody actually cares or not, but there's some backstory in how two of the most common guests on the show and I uh, met and how long we've known each other and yada, yada. We spent far too much time together, for sure. Yeah. Well, mm. yeah, yeah, you're right. Far too much time. <laughs> In a good way. In a good way. I hate you. Remember, what we're striving for is your dad's relationship here. (laughs) That's the ultimate goal. (laughs) We're the best of friends that never see each other. All right. So let's go ahead and get into the the been playing portion of the episode. So James, why don't you go ahead and start with what you've been playing? Oh, okay. So just briefly, I feel like I've talked like about Hi-Fi Rush way too much, but I finished it. And uh, overall, this is like my concluding report on the game. It is good. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like um, I went in thinking this game is incredible. And I and then I, I closed the game thinking I love this game, but it wasn't quite as incredible as I thought at the beginning. Like, I the, way, the reason I say that is because now that I've beaten it, I'm trying to go back and get, um, if not all the achievements, some of the achievements. I'm a little frustrated by some of the achievements because like three or four of them are the, you have to beat the, the game again on a different difficulty level. Oh, and I yeah. hate those achievements and I hate those trophies too. Yeah, those ones frustrate me. But if I really like a game, yeah. it actually excites me a little bit because mm-hmm. I like an excuse to go through it again. Yeah, yeah. and the challenge too. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah those, that, that tro- those trophies for me sometimes are the biggest like when I look at a trophy list or early on, whether or not I bother going mm-hmm. for many extra trophies or not. Yeah. 
That's, that's fair. And so the achievement I'm, I'm currently working on in, uh, to very little success is to beat any level on any difficulty with taking no damage. And this Ooh. should be easy to... Uh, so I went to easy mode. I went uh-huh. to stage one, the simplest and easiest, where they introduce the character and they give you your, your guitar and you kind of learn the story of Chai. And it's a pretty quick level too, and I still have not been able to do it without taking damage. And so what I've learned... <laughs> in the course of trying to get this achievement is that I'm not that good at this game. <laughs> Do you even <laughs> which, dash, bro? <laughs> yeah, which is like, I feel like it's a, a strength of the game that you don't need to be good at the um, the rhythm element of this game or follow the beat necessarily to play it or enjoy it. Yeah. But to be good at it, it actually is difficult to be yeah. good at so this accessible. game. accessible. It's very, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyone can play it. Not anyone can master it for sure. Yeah. I can respect that. It's like, it's what I always say about Rocket League. Like, I hate Rocket League because playing it online makes me realize just how terrible I am at it. But the nice thing about Rocket League is anybody can play it and have fun. But the second you start getting competitive is a different beast. That's it. I highly recommend it. And I'm not even kidding. Like, I don't know what the list of most sought after Smash fighters is, but I feel very strongly that next time we got a Smash game coming, I feel like Chai is going to be near the top of the list. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. He he seems like a Smash fighter to me. Oh, man. And he would have his own, like, beat based yes exactly it sounds it sounds like a challenge that sakurai would absolutely want to (laughs) accept you know yeah i i like that idea i we were talking just before the episode i a mold around whether you're not bringing this whether i wanted to bring this up or not but i i did finally play it Mm -hmm. i've only played a little bit of it um i just don't play my xbox that much but i wanted to play it because it looks really good and it I, I, it hasn't clicked mm-hmm. is really what it is. Like, I want to like it. I love the style. I love the, the beat and the, like everything. I've only f- played the first level, but I, I think what you said is true. Like you don't have to be good at it to beat it. Like I, that's what exactly what I was kind of complaining about is that like, I'm finishing, I finished the level. Like I didn't feel like I struggled that much, but my score was mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why am I so bad at it? Like it frustrates <laughs> me that I don't know why I'm so bad. Yeah. So like, I need to give it another chance. I, um, because yeah. I want to like it, but yeah, my first, like, I don't know, that was like 30 minutes that I played mm-hmm. was just kind of like, uh, I was just upset. <laughs> I, I would say try it. I would try, try to do two or three, maybe four levels or stages before you write it off is all. But I know I, I, I do understand what you're saying. It's not for everyone. We've discussed that to some degree, but like it is strange that it should be predictable. It should be easier than it is because you can only attack. You have to attack on the beat of the music mm-hmm. and the enemies, as far as I understand, they only yep. attack to the beat of the music. Yeah. So from the achievement I'm trying to accomplish, it should be easy for me to not take any damage, but it's difficult. <laughs> so I'm, maybe I'm just musically poopy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did well, you guys do like um, drums on Rock Band? Mm. Did yeah. you like... I was... That would you was always like shy away from it? Yeah, I did it the least for sure. Mm. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I liked drums, but I was always like, give me guitar. I, was, I, got, I, I got greedy. <laughs> yeah. I got greedy. And I always got stuck okay. singing because nobody else wanted to sing. <laughs> nobody uh-huh. wanted to sing. That's so true. Duhast. <laughs> but Duhast was fun. <laughs> Duhast. And uh, Tribute, Tenacious D. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Some, some were just fun. Like, oh, I didn't, like, my gosh. Those were the songs where it was more fun to just actually... Yep. To yeah. not play in what game. I would uh-huh. do for like a remastered collection of those with all the like accessories and peripherals, I would pay it. Dude, have you looked at the going rate of Rock Band stuff right now? Oh. It's ridiculous. Like it is skyrocketed. Like the PS4 Xbox One version that came oh, out, yeah. Rock Band Four, it's like 
four hundred if you like just for a box version, which shouldn't be that expensive because mm-hmm. they're still the same instruments as the old ones. Yeah, four hundred bucks, easy. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Mark my words, that will make a comeback. I feel like it will. Some company, whether it's the same ones or not, they'll bring it back. They'll bring back the equipment. Maybe they'll make it Kickstarter reusable. Kickstarter, that would be awesome. I would be on board. It's not like music ever loses popularity (laughs) it's music and rock they just it was oversaturation it was rock band and guitar hero and then everybody else rock rock smith and Mm -hmm. but it wasn't that they just released one game it was like then there's two then there's three then there's track packs and there's they oversaturated the market in too short a period of time and kind of killed their own hype (laughs) yeah i don't know side question though is rock music timeless no I, I mean, say, it is to some people, yeah. but I mean, if you listen to modern pop music, how, mm-hmm. how much of it has even like alternative yeah. grunge, I don't even there's know. There's a few. Like, there's there's always a, going to be some that will like do callbacks to the either like 70s, 80s, yeah. 90s. It's but, fallen out of favor. It's not popular yeah, music it's, anymore. Rock, yeah. even, that's just even natural. Like, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. It is, and then it'll and, always come back too, yeah, you think. That's what yeah. I was going to say. I think it'll, even if it's not as popular right now, like if you listen to... The Rock, which I do listen to ninety nine point nine mm-hmm. a lot because I listen to the Men's Room, they they don't play. There's no new rock, music. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Still Nirvana and Led Zeppelin <laughs> yeah. and, and Pearl and they, Jam, exactly. And they don't claim themselves to be a like an old school station, right? They just there's no new music coming out. Mm-hmm. So like when a new Foo Fighters song comes out or something, they still play it. But yeah. it's like it's very at least big stuff that's getting big isn't isn't happening mm-hmm. much it's do just they, not... do they play that stone temple pilots again like o- repeatedly like, and Plush. i feel yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> that was always the one that you play yeah, a lot a lot yeah you can guarantee some of the songs that you'll hear on the rock <laughs> every time you listen and i love a lot of that music so yeah no i i would say that right now it definitely doesn't seem like rock music's very popular but I'm telling you, it, that rhythm games in terms of that will come back at some point. I, I, I strongly so. believe it's, it's 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 a load of money they can remake. Well, some of my favorite <laughs> memories are when we With all get songs. together and play Rock Band, like mm-hmm. great yep. times. Um, so what else have you been playing? Um, I briefly started Omori. I have had a friend, among others, you, yourself included, that have put a little bit of pressure on me to play it, and I have started it and. I have no clue what's going on, but I am intrigued by what I'm seeing. The fighting system, I, I just kind of started. There's an interesting, like, rock, paper, scissors type mm-hmm. battle system. It's an RPG type fighting, but with emotions. Yeah, it's actually really fun. Once you get into it, the emotion system is really cool. Yeah. And it's actually really, the way you can trigger emotions off of each other and on the enemy, it plays really well off of each yeah. other. So I'm excited to see how that plays out. I don't think it's a super long game, is it? But <clears throat> um, 20. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, that's probably, longer I, than I would I'm say. It probably took about twenty hours to beat it, okay. and but I mean, of course, I do side stuff and like I try not to miss a lot. Mm-hmm. But that's and I've only ever played through the game once. Yeah, but I know that the game is built to be played through multiple times. Yeah. So, yep. So that's all I really got to say on Mori's front, and then the other one, the the last one, which maybe we should talk about it together. I'm assuming you're going to bring it up as Metroid Prime. Yeah, which I actually just got today. And, okay, <laughs> and and had to play it just to. Play it. Yeah. So, like, what are your... Do you want to talk about it right now with me? Or... Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Like, what did you think? Oh, about, it's before I, like... Just the, even the opening, um, like, when it's coming to the space station, just even the stars are beautiful. Oh, dude. Know? I know. Um, And I, I've only just, you know, started it, so I'm, I'm not far. But I've played it a few times Yeah. in the past on the GameCube and on, um, on the Wii. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, um, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful yep. game. Oh, dude, it's striking, like... It's incredible that a game this old can look this good still. It blows my mind. 
I mean, well, remastered, remaster, of course. Right? <laughs> no, I know it's a remaster, no, but, but like it, the the foundation was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They didn't change. They just re- rebuilt yeah. what was already there. Yep. And then, well, it was a remaster on a remake, so they did yeah. just polish it. Yep. It looks well. It's it looks really really good. Yeah. I forgot, and I don't know how I did. I just forgot how like uh, compelling the vibe of the mm-hmm. game is. The atmosphere, like oh, and I'm I'm a sucker for being able to just go into scan mode and just scan oh, everything and reading yes. <laughs> all the logs oh, and then yeah. even like so many details and it's like oh that uh, space pirate there he died because he has a spinal injury yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point and it's all and it's all related to like the uh, the environment too. yes um, and i i feel yeah. like that keeps the game moving too like there's so many great things about this game that are subtle. Like the story is mm-hmm. super subtle. You put, oh yeah, as you scan things and you get yep. like a Chozo log lore, mm-hmm. yep. um, you know, by scanning items and in like little text on the wall. Yeah. Um, that's how you learn the story. That's how the yep. story progresses, and you kind of figure out the story on your own as you play the game. Yep, but you don't need to, and you don't need to, and you're not hampered yes anyway by not scanning everything. Yeah, you yeah. don't. You can just play and learn just by seeing how things work to know how to defeat the enemies. Yeah. Or you can read about them and they tell you a little more about what they do. Yeah. And I I would say that for people that have never played this game before, um, scanning enemies, especially the bosses sometimes is key to figuring out how to beat them. That's true. Yeah. Um, But I I just wanted to like give a rundown for some people who don't understand what kind of game this is because it's kind of confused. Like some people say it gets misunderstood as a horror game for some reason. Well, scary <laughs> it, at times. It, it right? is. Yeah. It, it can be very scary, it's and that's what the vibe game, is though. very like isolated, and uh, there's like there is there's a very subtle element of fear, and so mm-hmm. it feels like a horror game at times, like a survivor horror game, and it also gets mistaken as like a first person shooter, which it's not really. You know, mm-hmm. well, it, def- it is a first person shooter. though. It's a first person shooter. It, it's it's the game is experienced in first person, it, but, yeah, but and that you can shoot is, stuff. It would be like like saying Borderlands is just a first person shooter. It's yeah. not like there's so much That's more true. to yeah. Borderlands, uh-huh. and it's the same thing with Metroid Prime. Yeah. Yes, it's a first person shooter, but it is an adventure game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like an action adventure game with uh, it has platform elements, it has a lot of puzzle elements, and then yeah, like we were saying, like subtle horror vibes. Yeah, yeah. just. And, and for anybody who would ever possibly be turned off by thinking it's a horror game, there are scary parts. But what makes a horror game a horror game is usually feeling very underpowered compared yeah. to what you're against. And you never feel that in Metroid Prime because you always have a weapon. It's even, true. Even if you aren't strong enough to beat them like outright. Like in a normal horror game, you have a gun with five bullets and that's why you're afraid of oh, the giant right. monster. Yes. Uh-huh. So like that's where the terror comes in in horror. In Metroid, you can always beat the enemy doesn't mean it's not tense and scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, there I just, are... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I, was just, I just want to like try to... If anybody actually thinks like they haven't played it because they think it's a horror game... It's not. There is mm-hmm. a very differential thing there that needs to kind of like... I want to get people away from because yeah. it should not be experienced because of that. Yeah. I, I, that. I think that's what I was trying... I, I, don't, I feel like this game gets a little bit misunderstood and misconstrued because it, it is a hard game to classify into one genre because they touched on so many different kinds of gameplay elements and that's why it's such a timeless masterpiece oh yeah, yeah. but yeah, i haven't been able to get a copy oh so, my gosh it's been a headache i wasn't able to go out to like stores yesterday to try because i was working but i was constantly refreshing like every web page and just not going up anywhere but today it went up on best buy and no matter how many times i put it in my cart and got to check out wouldn't let me buy a are copy. you kidding me <laughs> every time it was just like yeah, whatever. Is it because it's, it shadow dropped that we're having all these issues? It's like because it's Nintendo stores didn't have mm. time to order their shipments or something. I don't know. I got mine through Best Buy and it shipped mm. yesterday from Redmond. 
Did you pre-order it? Yeah, pre-order. Props to Best Buy. I am so like, I pre-order everything. Uh Like if I have like if if, uh, there's exceptions to that, but generally speaking, I'll pre-order stuff because I'm just like I don't want to deal with it. I want to know I get it. I've always, I mean, that's probably from working at GameStop, but I just don't like to think about it. I like to know that I can go to the store and get it that day. For whatever reason, I put it off. I didn't pre-order it day one. I probably was only like four or five days later where I finally was like, I need to go do it. And it was already unpreorderable. Yeah. So I don't know. I just hope this doesn't end up becoming some stupid Nintendo rare thing where I'm not able to get it. But you'll you'll be able to get it. I, I will download at some point. I'll download it if it if I can't find I it. I just know I called so many stores before I finally found a Walmart that had them. It seems like Walmart was the best. Your best odds to find it in person. Yeah. And then it looks sounds like Best Buy if you yeah. had a pre order. Some people got lucky just walking in store, but mm-hmm. like that was more. Now you. James, you pre-ordered it, right? I pre-ordered Target? on Target. It wasn't going to be coming until late next week, and I was like, I can't wait this long yeah. anymore. So I just, <laughs> so I found once I had found it and bought it, I just canceled it on Target. Yeah, I'd but like man, to you... say thank you for canceling your pre-order before checking with any friends. Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> well, I don't need that anymore. <laughs> no one's going to need that. You're right, <laughs> Chris. I feel very confident that you'll be able to. If you can't, I will help you find it. I promise, mm. because that's how much I love this game and how much I want people to well, I, I've played, play it and replay. I've it. definitely played Metroid Prime before, but I want to play it again. I haven't played it since I played it originally on the gamecube so. i i just mm. wish this game I, I wish there was a demo i wish there was a demo for this game even though it's oh, a 20 cool. year old yeah. game i feel like you're you're right the uh opening scene in the in frigate orpheon in the space pirate ship mm-hmm. is like one of the best beginnings to any video game mm-hmm. and it perfectly demonstrates what the game is about you can figure out pretty quickly whether you're going to like this game or not yeah. you get the vibes you get the the, the subtle isolation the fear you learn how to scan things, and you know, towards the end of that cutscene, before you land on Talon Four, you you know, not conveniently, but you lose. You you kind of, you're kind of pretty this powered up when game. you start the game, and yeah, exactly. You 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 lose all your powers, and even you know your your suit looks uh-huh. way skinnier. Yeah. You look like the regular like I don't know the Samus NES. Returns, yeah, NES uh-huh. Samus, yeah. But man, oh yeah, and obviously Frigate Orpheon inspired a Smash stage. So oh yeah, yeah. cool one. Um, I think the one. Not knock, but uh, the one thing I wish they had done was remaster the music because mm-hmm. it is synthesized, you know, sounding yeah. very GameCube y. Mm-hmm. Oh. But man, if they did it's still such a great cool. soundtrack, but yeah, it would have been nice to have, if they yeah. orchestrated the music. But I don't think even Metroid Dread was orchestral, I think it was synthesized as well. I think you're right. So they don't spend a lot, a long time on a lot of time on the music for these Metroid games. I do, I know, I, I do. But the music is still good. Like it's music, still, the, it's still the good. Atmosphere is still there. Yeah, the atmosphere yeah. is cap. I think the synthesized music almost captures the vibes better Maybe that's to some true, degree. Because it's spacey. Yeah. But I, I'm with you because, man, the Super Metroid soundtrack is incredible. Uh-huh. And there are times I'm just like, why don't they reuse some of these themes or you know just mm-hmm. update them, remix them, make you know like. Remember that's. I just there's so many good themes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad that they. Gave the motion controls though, uh, the pointer controls, uh, and as an option. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? I'm sure you guys play will play as the dual stick mode. Yeah, the I was playing dual FPS mm-hmm. on a console, but the the Wii motion controls were really fun because they're you know you're aiming her yeah. her, her cannon yeah. with your hand, and um, I don't think it's better, but but it's it fun. is fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean I just I have the Metroid Prime trilogy on mm-hmm. the Wii. I plugged it in once went to play it and was just like yeah i don't want to move my hands around <laughs> <laughs> no def- i understand that so, completely <laughs> yep i'm excited to play it dual analog stick because yep. i don't i haven't played the gamecube version in a long time but it wasn't dual analog right it like, was not you had to like stop and hold yep. the trigger you had to, to aim around. first and then yeah. or, or 
yeah, lock on to be able to aim. So that's a fantastic update because it'll feel so much more natural to today's mm-hmm. uh, anybody who grew up on well, maybe yeah, well, grew up on first person shooters. Yeah, that have been made in the last fifteen years because just the game feels so much smoother with the twin stick controls, and you can still have the same lock on. You see, you still have the same lock on mechanism with like yeah. the left trigger. Yep. So yeah, if you're getting frustrated, you're not very good at a first person shooter. You can still use the lock on feature, mm-hmm. which makes it easier. Yeah. Like. They combined it in a perfect way. I feel like the controls. It's so it feels so much better. It made a great game even better, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to play it again one day. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I luckily I have so much stuff to play. I can't like beat myself up over it. It's not like I wasn't playing something else already. But it was one. It's one of those games that if I would have if I'd have it in hand, I would have already started playing it. But. So is that it for what you've been playing? That's what I've Jimmy? been playing, yeah. And that's it for what I've been playing. Well, Alex, <laughs> I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> and and, and James okay. just monopolized. I know. The whole I feel bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> At least you were playing it too. <laughs> well, you have been playing some other stuff, but we'll talk about that a, more, yes, a little more later. Yeah. Um, so for me, um, I've been playing basically two things. When I'm in my room, <laughs> sounds funny. Uh, <laughs> when I'm in my gaming room, I guess, and I'm, I'm playing my PlayStation, <laughs> manhole, the manhole. <laughs> Oh Who wants to come to my manhole? Uh, I've been playing Tales of Arise, um, which is um, the, n- the most recent in the Tales of series. So Tales mm-hmm. of Symphonia, mm-hmm. Abyss, whatever, um, which we played at well, pa- Pandemic I watched packs. you play it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You didn't play, did you? No. But Pandemic Packs, the only game they had on display. There. So this game will always hold a special place in my heart. The the lamest packs of all time, We where they only had one game on display. Yep. It was Tales of Arise. So you, you didn't even get a, any good swag from it. No, nah, I got that. Well, the lanyard. I like the lanyard. Okay, that's good. The keychain is weird because it's like a, like it's got a picture. Well, it's like a little picture frame. So you can put a little picture in it, and then it's like the frame is of like a little bit of Tales of Arise stuff with a character. But who's? I'm not gonna put a picture in. Like it's such a weird. <laughs> like who? First off, the picture is like two by two inches. So like that's a school picture. Yeah, like, passport photo. <laughs> babe, I need you to go get a passport photo so I can put it in this and carry it around. It, it was a weird thing, but the lanyard was nice. Um, but I played it there and I loved it. I I love the Tales series. Um, and I recently heard somebody say this about it, and they were talking about a different Tales game, but somebody asked it was on a youtube video and they asked what do you like about the tales series so much and he said because every game is familiar and i was like i get that because when you play final fantasy games at least from seven on they aren't the same like they've never story-wise has never been the same neither is tales but they they pride themselves on changing battle mechanics and changing things and uh evolving with Mm -hmm. the times which is great but with the tales games they've they have changed a little bit over the years but it's very much so the same as Tales of Symphonia when it comes to the battle system yeah. and the the arts that you use and the items that you get. Like it's just in a new world, a new mm-hmm. setting with a new story. It's like Pokemon. Yeah, basically. So and it, so it's very familiar. It's almost like I don't know, like a warm blanket. Like it's just kind of nice to like go back into a even though it's a completely new world, a vibe that is very familiar. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> but I'm only I'm about ten hours in. And the story is incredible. It doesn't take any time getting off, which sometimes can be a problem with rpgs they can be very long-winded for the first 10 hours or more but yeah within an hour you're kind of already in the height of like the action and then i expected after that because the 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 actual like opening tales of arise scene doesn't even happen until you beat the first boss Mm -hmm. Uh, i kind of expected it to slow down after that and it doesn't it just kind of keeps ramping up so far so i'm really liking it liking the characters um obviously it's a 
real time RPG. So you're not, it's not turn based. So you're not just sitting there waiting. You're constantly moving around and using attacks, but so far so good. I'm not far enough in it where I have much to say, but I've been enjoying it. But then when we're watching TV or if we're, you know, and other times when I'm basically not in my room, I've been playing my 3DS a lot lately. I talked about that last time. Um, but I've been keeping that going. I've been playing Fire Emblem Awakening and I've, gotten really far into that it's i think it's 20 chapters long with 20 side quests and i'm at chapter 15 in the 16 in the main story but yeah people for years had told me to play fire emblem awakening because i like i like um tactical rpgs yeah enough mm-hmm. they're not my favorite but i do like them i like nintendo so like it always seemed like i should i know james and jordan you guys used to play it a yeah, lot Yeah, awakening's really good and it's just like the number of people who've told me to play it is countless, but I finally finally have gotten into it, and yeah, it is really good. And it does some things that I didn't expect. I like one of the things that I may have mentioned this already, but one of the things I really like is that the character you create is not the main character. Mm-hmm. Chrome is the main or Chrom is the main character. Yeah, you are like you are obviously a main character, mm-hmm. but you're his support still. Like it's kind of unique. You never, you don't see that in games. Very no, well, especially where you're usually the chosen one. <laughs> you are the, yeah, you're the chosen one. You're the golden child, whatever it is. The hunter. You are the, the, the main character. So I, I like that. And then, um, I like class systems and this game has a really good class system. It's really unique in the way. I don't know if this is considered a spoiler for anybody who cares, but I would assume if you're listening to this, you don't (laughs) at this point, you would have played it probably, but like you can marry off all of the characters to other characters that then can have children in the story. But because of the way the story plays out, you can actually get them in your party as adults. It's Hmm. kind of, it's confusing when I say it Mm -hmm. like that, but if you play, it makes sense. Child Um, labor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, it's just a great game. I It's kind of gotten me in a Fire Emblem kick now. I'm already thinking about what I'm going to play next, um, which Fire Emblem I want to play next, which I might go back and play Path of Radiance because I have it and I've never played it. But yeah, I've really enjoyed it. And I definitely recommend it to anybody, especially with the 3DS eShop closing soon. Yeah. The game isn't that expensive yet. So I don't know why, but it's still only in the realm of 40-ish dollars, which is what it came out as. Physical too? or it, Yeah, physical. Dang, um, 40, 50-ish right in there. Yeah, that's but, one that's worth picking up for and sure. If you have any desire, I, it's going to go up eventually, I, unless they remake it. Yeah, or it ends up on NSO somehow in some way. That would be nice too. Yeah. So, but that's it for what I've been playing. Um, we'll talk about, I've been playing some of the virtual console stuff, but we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and roll into the news. And James, why don't you get us started off with a news story? All right, guys. What's the date today? It's February... 23rd. 23rd. Four days from now. February 27th, 2023. We are having a Pokemon Presents. Let's go. I love Pokemon Presents because it's like a direct that you get every year and you know exactly when it's coming. And a lot of times there's big news if you're a Pokemon fan. Yeah. I look forward to this more than a lot of directs. So, <laughs> so yeah. Would you say if you could only have one video game series, would it be Pokemon? Would you get rid of Ooh. everything else and just have Pokemon? Oh, man. Like, this, isn't, this is like the, if you were on like, a deserted island. Mm-hmm, like, like gun to your head. Yeah. Ah! Like, would you say Pokemon is your one? It's a tough one. Like, I don't. Because I, I almost feel like it would be for you. It's it, not for me. Yeah. But, yeah. It might be if I could had somebody to play it with and play it like versus humans. Because I don't enjoy the single player as much <laughs> as I do playing against humans. Interesting. 
So I don't know. I It'd be at, close. At the end of the day, the single player stuff's always the stuff I enjoy the most. It's my comfort food, but what if you could train like the crabs on the island to play it? <laughs> <laughs> You're all little Do, can they be AI? Can they get smarter and can they get smarter than me? <laughs> I hope so. It won't take much. <laughs> Owned. No, that's a tough question to answer. That, that's like a whole episode on it. What's your what's your like yeah, what's your island? Yeah. <laughs> Desert island. Desert island games. It'd you be know, up there. There's probably a lot of fun themed episodes like that we could start doing. Yeah. At some point I'm gonna run out of ideas. <laughs> which mm-hmm. are probably already happened <laughs> there's always news yeah. but anyways so pokemon presents february 27th which is obviously is the anniversary of red blue and green's release in japan so that's when po- we got released in japan originally i don't know what it is in america but it was months later um, um 98 we didn't mm-hmm. get it until 98 so was it two years right two years later was it two years later oh my gosh um is so it's right uh, i think it was about two at least a year later yeah i don't know yeah don't quote me i just but. know that they that japan got it first on February 27th. So the uh, presents is at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Perfect time for me. <laughs> <laughs> I never see these because they're always early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, the thing for me is I'm on my way to work at this point. So I'll literally just be on the way to work and I'll just have it mm-hmm. sitting there playing. Hopefully I don't crash. But they've also <laughs> revealed that the Pokemon presents is 20 minutes long, which according to uh joe merrick the you know the the godfather of pokemon to some degrees um he says that that's going to make it the second maybe the first longest no the second longest pokemon presents of all time Hmm. so i mean there's reasons to think there might be some cool announcements there's a lot of rumors but holding out there for let's go johto (laughs) (laughs) i mean i want black and white remakes but like i want one more year I think the, I think I think so too. To, and I hope they're already working on it, but I want one more year cuz I don't want a brilliant diamond shining pearl. I know, that's my I mean, me, too, me too. But it's a pretty long presentation if it's if there isn't a big announcement in it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I probably wouldn't be upset if they did a Unova remake this year, but I just I, I, I want a Let's Go Johto. I really like Let's Go Pikachu fun. and Eevee. But the issue and, is we've already got a Johto remake. Yeah, but we already had a yeah we uh, did uh, red and blue remake. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We have, well, we've had three of those now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why it doesn't yeah seem too far fetched. No, it uh-huh. doesn't seem far fetched. I don't know. I don't know that it'll happen. But I I would I love Let's Go. I know a lot of people dogged on it for its simplicity, but for somebody who plays competitive and gets real worn out by having to remember all of the GD rules in competitive oh, Pokemon. It was real nice going back to the basics <laughs> for a little while. Yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed that game. I think it got a lot of heat and it shouldn't have. It was a fun game. And it was fun to play that against people too. Yeah, I totally agree. It was a little, little dumbed down and more simple. So any anything you, other than a Unova remake, anything else you hope to hear from it? Either I mean, like 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 you're saying, if, if, if it's going to be a Unova remake in the fashion of <laughs> Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, I'm going to be disappointed. But I think that's probably the most likely whenever it comes. I don't think they're going to do some, they're going to give it some grand treatment because not everyone... I don't know. They got other. They got other problems. They got. They got to work on their mainline games and make sure that those are <laughs> better than they have been. But we're gonna get DLC almost certainly. That seems like oh, the yeah. only inevitable thing, right? That's yeah. true. Um, um, I hope that Red and Blue are announced for the yeah NSO. Yeah, yeah. that seems. Me too. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors. I don't know. And we'll t- let's let's talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. We, for the main topic. Yeah. Um, Alex, you got some new. Was that the end? Yeah, that's the end of the okay. Pokemon. Oh, that one. <laughs> that one. I got one more. But go ahead. Um, there is a brief announcement from Nintendo saying that they are working on a new Mario game because they're always working <laughs> on a new Mario game. <laughs> we never stop. <laughs> and it's true. It's, it's one of those things that's like, what? Really? 
But we're we don't have anything announced yet. Yeah. Um, and we have a movie coming out real mm. soon. Yeah, yeah, which I'm excited um, for. We should try to do like a rent a theater or something. Ooh, oh my gosh, we're seeing it day Ooh. one. We're seeing it day yeah. one. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, we should. I don't we should even have care that Chris Pratt's gonna, is the voice. Dude, that, that would be good. Hey, I think he's actually not bad. No, I don't. I'm you know me, Chris. I'm yeah. so indifferent to stuff. What if we did rent out a theater day one? An X button, uh, X button, an X button, X button. You have been yeah. You're you hit a ter- term of endearment, X button. But yeah, what if what if it was an X button productions kind of thing? What if we rented out a theater and just invited people? Yep, and just trashed the place. Yeah. <laughs> X button gaming, B. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, you're right. Like they announced that's that's another news item on that note. Mm-hmm. March 9th, yes. there's a Mario movie yep. direct. And yeah, exclusively on the on the movie, which Mario Day is the next day, March 10th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe they could have an announcement about a game. I would love a new Mario game because, first off, I always love Mario. But uh, I think Mario Odyssey is my favorite Switch game. Yeah. Like, I love Mario Odyssey. That game mm-hmm. was fantastic. So, C- Guys, can you imagine if they had a post credit scene, but it was a trailer for the next Mario game? <laughs> That'd be pretty smart. Mario Return. <laughs> can you imagine? In Mario 3D World 2. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would actually be pretty smart advertising. I'd lose yeah. my mind. Because so many people are going to see it. So many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's even people who aren't gamers still like Mario. Yeah. The most common question I get at GameStop is, do you have Mario on Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. People who aren't gamers love Mario. <laughs> I mean, that's Braid. <laughs> yeah. um, Maybe one day. But, I mean, it's been a long time since a 2D Mario has a new 2D Mario game has come out. Yeah, new Super Mar- Mario U. We, yeah, yep. So That was the last one. Yeah, in the Luigi expansion. But uh-huh. Let's speculate that wildly. that after New Super Mario Brothers 2 on the 3DS? Um, ooh. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I can't They're remember. They're close in time yeah. to each other. But yep. still, even then, 2011, 12, right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Do you think we're getting a Mario game this year in any form? Yeah, I would, I would this be surprised. Year? Or now this year. This year. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I bet, yeah, announcement seems like a lot. Would I, I accept like. a new Switch with a new Mario? Yes. Ooh, <laughs> man, can you imagine? Super Mario World 2. Super Mario Odyssey 2. Three. Oh, man, Super Mario World 2, just the direct <laughs> sequel to, <laughs> to Super oh, Mario World with Choco, uh-huh. Choco Land. Uh-huh. And, oh, my gosh, Star yeah. World. Yep. That, like, Which, of course, the, we talked about Super Mario Wii U is, or Super Mario U is a very much... It's the closest to a yeah. sequel, but it's still not. Yeah. <laughs> but it definitely feels like mm-hmm. a spiritual successor. Yeah. Well, I guess that's not the right term because it's still Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, pseudo-sequel. Yeah. But, yeah, that's good. That's good news. I mean, like, it's kind of not surprising, like you, like you kind of insinuated. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice just to hear because I wanted... I always want new Mario games, but not every year because then it gets overdone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. All right, piece of news that I have is, I don't know if you guys heard this, but Microsoft uh, announced just this week, I want to say it was a couple days ago, that they have reached a deal with Nintendo that assuming the Activision Blizzard buyout completes, sure. they've reached a deal with Nintendo to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo consoles for 10 years. Mm. For, so that's just the reason I want, because I don't care about Call of Duty, but that's a pretty big deal because Nintendo and Call of Duty have never been like on much of a thing you know yeah. like they had call of duties on the wii but of course they were gimmicky they did have them on the wii u and they were good ports of what black ops 2 and ghost but that was it that's 10 years ago so it's pretty big for yeah. Nint- but i was thinking about it too i was like how many nintendo fans or how many call of duty fans 
only have a Nintendo Switch. Not many. Because <laughs> even if you have a Switch and a PlayStation, who's going to buy it on the Switch yeah. over or an Xbox? Who's going to buy it on the Switch over those two? Now, if it's a real good port, maybe because you can play it yeah. on the go. Yeah. But it'd have to be a dang good port because Nintendo's can... online tends to suck. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I can imagine a world where like, if it was a good port, of a, I mean, a hopefully good Call of Duty game, which are less and less happening these days. But like, <laughs> like I can imagine a world where you could play four-player local multiplayer on your Switches on the go. That would actually be kind of cool. Yeah. Well, back when, before the Switch came out, when, I don't know if you guys remember, me and Nick had that website very briefly. And I wrote like a, <laughs> uh, an article like of, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, hoping what the switch will be Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things i even brought up is like not as a call of duty fan but just the concept of call of duty on the go for people who care yeah Mm -hmm. and like the mobility of doctor handheld and playing multiplayer wherever yeah is huge like that is big for people who care Mm -hmm. but now that the switch is out we also know what it's capable of (laughs) yeah and it seems to me like now if they're just saying maybe the next nintendo console will be a great experience or place for it Mm -hmm. but i'm just scared (laughs) the switch is just not no very capable not to be cynical, but this isn't necessarily for game for actual fans or games. No, you're totally right. This is just for the anti. We're going uh, to soothe the monopoly monopolistic yeah. fears. That oh, sure, sure. You, sure. You, yeah. you like to think the best, like, oh yes, Xbox <laughs> does want to share with everyone. But the, yeah, this is a kissing butt to everyone, so yep. that the deal that looks goes, okay. That yeah, goes through. Yeah. yeah, but but I mean. That's a whole other story. They, 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 they've offered, from what I understand, they've offered Sony the same deal, and Sony hasn't yeah. accepted it yet, which because Sony is the biggest I, opposition to the deal. Yeah, and I, I, everybody <laughs> knows, like, I'm a, I'm borderline a Sony fanboy, but this is getting ridiculous. I'm like, just let it go, guys. I know it's crazy. <laughs> Why are you trying to like just let it let it happen? Like at this point, I feel like they're hurting themselves. Like, no, I know. Like even, it's going to be harder to get any kind of deal. But this is this is a whole I conversation know. that could be had at any time i know it's it's gonna be so interesting to watch the rest of the year what happens like i actually ign put out a really good article i think it was today or yesterday maybe it was yesterday but it was talking it was like they tried to break it down um from a legal perspective so that like the average person could like kind of like cycle through all the nonsense and the fanboy wars and be like this is what the facts are and there was like two or three lawyers that gave their takes on whether they thought the deal was going to go through or not and they were kind of split on it like one person was like there's no way that the FTC can make a strong enough case to prove that this harms consumers. And the other guy's like, he's like, I think if Xbox wants to put in all the, um, um, all their money into it and time into it, which could be exhaustive because they're getting challenged in multiple countries, not just the FTC in the US. They're saying that if the Xbox is willing to go the distance, as, as it were, and spend all the money in all these legal battles, he thinks they'll get it. But he thinks that Xbox at some point will just get tired and say, I don't, we, don't want, we don't want to do this forever. Mm-hmm, you yeah. know? So it was very interesting, like from a legal perspective, to see what people's takes on it were and whether they think it's actually going to get shot down or not. It sounds like there's a very good chance that it won't, but also there's a chance that Xbox would just be like, this is, why are we even fighting this hard for something? <laughs> Especially <laughs> since Activision is already plagued with so many issues. Yeah. And even yeah. you heard recently too, they, they've they started to order that people have to go back to work mm-hmm. um, from work from home. And that's created a whole nother issue too, because of course nobody wants to go back to the office. But yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's the whole thing is very, it's, it's strange. <laughs> I could talk about it for a while too, just cause I are, but I've talked about it before. Everybody knows my opinion mm. on it, but <clears throat> James, you had some other news. Yeah. And this isn't necessarily good news. So have you guys heard of the Zelda tears of the kingdom leaks? There were leaks and actually 
I hadn't heard this. Okay, so an art book for the game was leaked online. It was very big news. 204-page art book <clears throat> that was a pre-order bonus for the collector's edition was leaked in full, shared in full online. Someone took pictures of every single page on the art book. And so images of characters, objects, locations, snapshots. Um, so I don't know how big or small that would be in terms of like spoiler material, but I mean, you know Nintendo is not happy about this yeah for sure for a game that big that's that hyped up mm -hmm. so i would I, I guess i'm saying this as a warning like it's out a lot of stuff is out there not now that's not supposed to be and watch out yeah, and if you they're gonna spoilers. find out who leaked it oh, oh yeah. yes <laughs> they're gonna find out who leaked it because <laughs> they do find out Basket robbins always finds <laughs> out <laughs> little, little do you know they've already found out and they're just gonna say they never found the guy yeah <laughs> he's gone <laughs> yeah well, uh, on that note though so OJ Player Essence on Twitter, after he, he's a popular talking head in the video game industry, um, twi you know, just a Twitter personality. I think he's on a popular podcast too. But um, he tweeted this after after looking at all the leaks. He said, "The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, bruh," and a big explosive head emoji because he'd seen the leaks. And then he tweeted again. He said, "Leaks aren't great for the dev team and fans, but one hype thing from Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom Arput leak is a notion." of the game just being a Breath of the Wild expansion or underwhelming is dead. <laughs> so basically, he said what he saw was there's a lot more than we thought there was going to be in this game. Good. It was the implication, I think. Yeah, no, that's what you want to hear, though. Like, I mean, I don't, I think with a, a sequel of any sort, where it do, the previous they've shown us, they, there's obviously some new stuff, but it doesn't... They're holding back a lot. Yeah, it doesn't give us a lot to work off of. So, I mean, I've been open... Like, I've been kind of not sure how excited I am mm -hmm. because of what I've seen. Mm -hmm. But I like to hear that it's bigger and more than just a sequel. Because if it's just a sequel, I'm not that interested. Mm. I will play it, but I'm not... You better play I'm it. not, like... <laughs> yeah. I'm just not, like, over the moon. But yeah. if it's more than that, like... Yeah. I, it's a Zelda, I play every Zelda game. So I know I'll, like, there are always things I'll like about it, but... Yeah, that's always the hard part about trailers for things. It's either you show too much or you don't show enough. Yeah. And hopefully it's a case of not showing enough and they're just banking on people that if they liked Breath of the Wild, then they're going to like this game. So they're just showing kind of like Breath of the Wild, but more. Yeah. What's, what's worse? What, what Nintendo's doing, show almost nothing or what Universal does every time a new Fast and the Furious movie comes out with their trailers? Because I just saw the trailer. <laughs> and it's the movie. <laughs> when we saw it, what, you, I literally saw the entire plot of the movie in that Universal trailer for Fast X. I'm just like, why? Who, who makes these trailers? You could learn a lot from Disney and the way they do trailers for Marvel movies or... I don't know. It's just so <laughs> frustrating to have seen that much that early for a movie I'm actually looking forward to, even though it'll be ridiculous. Yeah. That's what makes them fun. Yeah. Alex, you got another news? Um, yeah, I got a fun one that I forgot about, but um, there was a uh, UK government um, CMA filing, which is Competition and Markets Authority. Um, so it's a legal entity of the UK, uh, United Kingdom government. Um and it has to do with the whole Xbox merger with Activision and mm -hmm. about competition and stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's a blurb in it in this 43-page thing <laughs> um, that says that Nintendo Switch Online is only available on the Nintendo Switch device and redacted. Huh. So what? does that mean what? What? Yeah. What would redacted even be? Well, well this is something Nintendo that uh, this is something that Nintendo would have requested to be redacted. Oh. Um, so yes, the the theory is that, of course that regulatory filings have already been put in place for the new console in you know for the governments 
which means that it's closer to being something closer to being done. But it could just mean something else. It could be there's this article says it could mean that uh, Nintendo Switch Online, uh, Switch Switch device, and it doesn't compete with Game Pass. Um, yeah. Or and it could be on. Yeah. Other devices like mobile. Yeah, I mean that could be not nice. likely. <laughs> <laughs> if it's redacted, yeah, why would you have to redact something if it's something like mobile? Yeah, but That's all we do very know, <laughs> interesting. Like we've said before in the other news, we, we all we know is that the next um, switch or next device is coming out in twenty XDX. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's almost here. <laughs> but like that is, I mean, I'm sure people are going to take that and just run with it. I'm oh, sure they, they do. Have. Yeah, like, uh-huh. but. It is consistent with what I've been hearing. Like um, all these uh, investigative mm-hmm. authorities, they're subpoenaing other video game companies like Sony, like Nintendo, to get information to see, I guess, how their operation works and if the deal would be damaging to them and mm-hmm. to consumers or whatever. And so they're revealing. They probably have to reveal some details that they don't want to reveal to the public, right, In order yeah. for them to have an understanding, because the people that are investigating this, the FTC, how many of them are actually gamers and have like a understanding of the industry and a understanding of online gaming and like whether this actually does have an impact on people or not? Like they have to do a lot of research. Yeah, if that yeah. makes any sense. I don't know. I adjusted my volume and I adjusted it too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting though. I uh, I think it's just chalked under like. Um, yeah, we know it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> That's so interesting, though. Uh-huh. I just—it would just be nice to hear something. I know. I think I think we need it. <laughs> As yeah. the Nintendo fan base, mm-hmm. we're ready for an upgrade. Yep. I feel bad for anybody who just bought one though and <laughs> doesn't need an upgrade yet. But, but if it's like most other console generations, like the PS4 to five, you can people are still happily using their PS4 and don't need a PS5 yet if they don't want one. Yeah. So I hopefully the, the Switch is like that with its next console. Yep, I agree. So, was that your last news item? Not really. Okay. Well, I have, <laughs> I have one other one that I thought of, too. It's quick. Okay. And then I'll let you do yours, and I'll finish okay. up. Um, so, talking about Hi-Fi Rush reminded me that literally just today or yesterday, I think, um, Bethesda released a statement that um, Shinji Mikami, oh, who I was the this. creator, well, he's the... He's, executive producer, right? He's executive producer. He founded the the studio Tango Gameworks, mm-hmm. who is the the... This is the studio that created Hi-Fi Rush. Yes. Um, and he's also known for making The Evil Within, Ghostwire Tokyo, Resident Evil games, mm-hmm. Goof Troop on Super Nintendo. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know he made their RE games. That's pretty... Yeah, the first four. That gives, definitely but, gives him some clout right there. Yeah, so pretty big name. He founded this company, though. It was his company, and he, as of just this last couple of days, has decided to part ways. So yeah. Bethesda released a statement just saying that it is official and they just want to wish him the best and they've appreciated the time. And what I, something I really liked, and this is one thing I really like about um, Microsoft, is uh, Phil Spencer mm-hmm. um, actually tweeted like a personal tweet like just to acknowledge his departure and how much he appreciated his time there. And I was like, I don't know. I, I don't have really any issues with Microsoft, but I always I have a lot of respect for Phil Spencer. Like yeah. even though he's just a dude and he might be a total jerk <laughs> behind yeah. the scenes, he's really good at public persona. He yeah. does exactly what I would want uh, any public face of a the gaming yeah. develop the gaming side of any of these companies to do. And Sony doesn't really do it very well. And Nintendo yeah. doesn't do it much anymore either. Not Reggie much. was great at it. Mm-hmm. He is Doug kind Bowser's of Bowser's kind of not yeah. That's true. He's fun. he's kind of 
yeah, he doesn't. He's not really much of a public presence. No, you don't see him much. But, but you're right. Phil Spencer is kind of like their Reggie. Mm-hmm. He's done. He's done a yeah. lot under their watch. Xbox has kind of changed their. I don't know. They've done a lot of good PR work, mm-hmm. <laughs> like their their online presence or Twitter presence. Like they're super positive. They're all about. I mean, for years now, like the the Xbox Twitter has all about been been all about featuring not just their own games but other games and sharing games with people. So like, I think that's just another another dime in the piggy bank that just proves that I don't I don't I don't see how they can make a real strong case at this case that the that the buy isn't isn't is bad for consumers. I don't know. Yeah. Xbox has been playing all their cards right. They have. I can't deny that. Alex, what's your other news article? Oh, just uh, not news article, but the PSVR two came out. It's oh, now yeah. available. And you got one, right? And a PS5? I got five of them. <laughs> oh, my God. Money bags over here. He brought PSVRs for everybody. <laughs> First caller gets, gets one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody called. No, it's looking pretty awesome. The reviews, reviews are good. Yeah. have been very strong. Yep. Um, of course, the main complaint, there's no like must-have killer title yep. for it, so that makes it a hard purchase. But of- it's got all the features you want from uh, a, modern play- a modern VR headset. Yeah. So that I mean, yeah, it's it's a no brainer if you want to get into VR in just uh, I guess on a console because that's the only option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it does need that uh, the games that like uh, Half Life Alex or one of those games that, that a, a game that, app. Yep. That just uh, showcases what VR is really all about. Yeah, and that's. From what I've read, I'm not a specs guy, but from what I've read, if you so it is expensive to get the PSVR. It's 500 bucks VR mm-hmm. two, and then obviously if you don't have a PS five, that's 500 bucks. Yep. So you're looking at a thousand bucks. Yeah. But from what I've read, the equivalent VR that's out. I don't know if it's Oculus or whoever mm-hmm. does it. The closest thing to an equivalent is or is like twelve to fifteen hundred dollars. Yes. So it is. like and it's which is overpriced. But yeah, yeah but that's the going rate yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. So they're like, this is actually a steal, especially for people who already have a PS5 and are looking to get a VR yeah. system. I feel like Sony, frankly, is probably the best company to move VR forward and get it into most people's hands because mm-hmm. it has by far the largest install base. Like yes. most people have a PlayStation more than anything to some degree. So like yeah, a lot of people already have a PlayStation. That's your end to get into VR. Yeah. So, well, I, 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 there's obviously that part of me that wants one, but I don't like that it's not backwards compatible with the original VR games, yeah. PSVR games. It's because I have a PSVR that I don't play enough anyway. Um, but I have a bunch of games for that. <laughs> so I just, yeah. the fact they just be paperweights is kind of dumb unless I wanted to hook up the PSVR one, yeah. which I don't want both. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you know. Um, but at 500 bucks, I didn't use my VR enough to ever get close to justifying All right. that price tag. Well, here's how you can justify it. Okay, go. If you don't have a TV yet, or you can sell your TV for a good price. Okay, okay. Use the headset as your TV. You can play in cinematic mode. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> there we go. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm getting rid of my TV, babe. I Which know. now TVs are like 120 bucks. <laughs> yeah. So. I got 100 bucks for it. Worth it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know about that, Alex. It's a great idea, <laughs> hey, really. I mean, if you're but... really stretching it. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, then I could be like that guy who used, didn't take off his VR headset for uh-huh. a week, just live in it and becomes part of me. But all right, well, the VR2 looks cool. If anybody gets one that listens, I'd like to hear your feedback, though. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd even love to actually have you on here to discuss it in detail, but I don't know if anybody's getting one. Um. Okay, so last piece of news before we get to the main topic, which we've actually been running a while already. 
um, was today, actually just today, February 23rd, Thursday, Sony did a uh, State of Play, which is their Nintendo Direct. Um, and it was pretty darn mediocre. <laughs> I... I always get excited, and I think uh, on Discord, I think it was Joel, was like, aren't those usually stupid? And I was like, okay, yeah, probably. But I'm like, I like to believe it's at least 50-50. But I'm the first person to admit my interest when it comes to video games is much higher than most people's as far as what I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a wide range of things that I'm willing to play if it looks interesting. Sure. And today's, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to go deep into it. Um, but today's was just kind of lackluster to me. They focused on five new PSVR 2 games, which is cool for anybody who's interested. Um, and it makes sense since they just launched it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but none of them really intrigued. None of them looked like something where I'd be like, if I get a PSVR 2, I'm buying that. Mm-hmm. The closest would yeah. probably be the game Journey to Foundation, mm-hmm. which is based off the Isaac Asimov book, I oh, guess. Oh, the Foundation series. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so which I'm familiar with him, but I've never read that series. But the mm-hmm. game itself had like a cool sci-fi vibe and the thing i like most about vr is walking around worlds yep and it looked um very what's what i'm looking for interactive Mm -hmm. yeah um so that game looked cool the rest of them nothing that i was all that impressed by but doesn't mean they won't be good i just eh, you know it was whatever yeah they did a sneak peek at destiny lightfall the new destiny 2 expansion and i will say i haven't played destiny in forever and i didn't really ever play destiny 2 but it looked really good it was a good cinematic trailer it was I'm like that almost makes me want to play those game play that again, but I probably won't. Um, <laughs> and they showed Chia, Chia. Oh, Chia, yeah, yeah, I saw um, that. Which is like an interesting, um, like open world exploration type game. Looks like she can transform to animals or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what was coming out, what was going on, but it's coming to PlayStation Plus, um, the premium tiers on day one. So that's cool. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, a reason to something to play on there that, that a new a day one release is always cool yeah um then they teased some playstation plus games which i felt was just kind of like why do this it's a waste of time um, <laughs> i like one of them a lot actually one of the teasers one one of the ps plus ones that they featured was one one of the few games i was like ooh, that's kind of interesting i wonder if i should try that out it was called humanity did you see that okay so that wasn't a playstation plus game that wasn't no that was after their sizzle reel for oh. PlayStation. literally the playstation plus was just advertisement for stuff coming to playstation plus in march oh, okay i didn't understand that but I will let you talk about Humanity. Yeah. Because I, I do I, also... It was probably the one game from this I was looking forward there to. There were two games that stood out to me. This was the first one that I was like, oh, maybe I should get that. Um, so it's coming out May 2023 called Humanity. It is a human herding game. I don't know how <laughs> so, many human herding games are there are in you, existence. You know I played, I played at least one. <laughs> you know what it looked like to me, though? It was Lemmings. Oh, um, yeah. Other than was Lemmings, you're obviously controlling them like a god where you, you a little bit, tell yeah. them what to do. You and, don't even tell them what to do. They just have to build things to make them go to let them go places that they need to go rather than die yeah and in this you're playing a dog that does that for them okay yes so very you, similar yeah like you control a small ghost dog it appears or like a shiba inu apparently which is a very cute dog a japanese dog um it guides legions of humans through obstacle courses <laughs> uh um, against large like group battles and in order to like reach a goal so it seems kind of puzzly but also with mm-hmm. ba- like battling action elements yeah. it looked really cool there it was looked really cool weird like lightsaber standoff at one point <laughs> yeah. like where like there's like the people you're leading and then like people you're trying to lead them around and the people you were leading had light lights like both sides had lightsabers <laughs> i'm watching it right now i didn't see that <laughs> it was it was wh- i was like what's going on but it actually like 
at the end of it, I was like, that looks pretty fun. And yeah. you, get to, you can make your own levels and share them. And like, yeah, I love puzzle games. I know like Joel will probably, this will probably be something mm-hmm. he's interested in. Yeah. I know he loves puzzle games. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm it all ju- for it. It just gave me like, I don't know, like gave me Mario Maker vibes, even though it was a franchise I've never heard about my whole mm-hmm. life. It just sounded something like something really fun, kind yeah. of my alley maybe. It's done by the same team that did Tetris Effect and the new, the remake of Res for modern consoles. Oh, VR. okay. Yeah. So it has to have like a really good soundtrack because yeah. <laughs> oh nice yeah. that those games Tetris well very soothing soundtrack mm-hmm. is probably what I would say Tetris Effect is fantastic for anybody who hasn't played it mm. I still haven't played it but I, I need great. to I need soundtrack, to the soundtrack the yeah. soundtrack but just like Tetris with this vibe that's just mm-hmm. stellar and apparently the VR is yeah amazing with that and also yeah, psychedelic cool. yeah super. <laughs> Never mind. Um, what was the other game you were excited for from this? Oh, um, well, it was one of the bigger ones. Are you, go, yeah, are, just go ahead. Street Fighter Six. I, I thought that that to me that was the standout game. Like, I was just like, this game looks really good. I'm not a big Street Fighter fan. I'm not even a big fighting game fan outside of Smash, which you know haters don't even consider a fighting game. But like, haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. But like, that Street Fighter game looks really impressive. Like, the visually, mechanically, it looks super fun. It does and, look really good. And it looks like a game that I, uh, I'm hoping comes to Game Pass. <laughs> I really hope it does. I just know I won't play it. Yeah. I just, Street Fighter, like, <laughs> I like every fighting game. I want to like it, but I suck. Yeah. I, 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 I'm nor no, do I take the time to get good at them. I'm no good at them either. But it looked really impressive. I, th- I thought that game was kind of a standout for yeah. me. Yeah, it did look good. And then they showed the a trailer for the RE4 remake, um, announced an exclusive demo coming to PlayStation um a game called goodbye volcano high which is like weird humanoid animals that play it's like music rhythms dating sim i'm not sure what was going on but oh kind of interesting a new naruto ultimate ninja storm boulders gate 3 yeah which is a big deal um then they spent a lot of time talking about the new suicide squad game kill yeah, the justice league the brunt of the presentation wasn't it yeah but I'm a little, that did work because before I don't know that I cared much. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a little more, I don't think it's a day one buy for me still, but a little more into it because it's four player co-op through the whole yeah, game. Yeah, I saw that. And the, the actual like mechanics look really sleek. Mm-hmm. Like how each of the four characters plays completely different from one another. And uh, I don't know. I mean, like I just, DC is whatever to me. Like, oh, I don't, yeah. don't hate them, don't love them. I'm just yeah. like, I like some of the movies, never read the comics. Me but. too. Generally, I'm like Batman and nothing else really. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. this is Rocksteady. They made they those made amazing Arkham, Arkham, Arkham yeah. games. So that enough is that's reason enough for me to have this on my radar at least. I, I guess I'm just in wait and see mode, and I hope it's good. And then if it is, I'll probably hop on. Yeah. Well, I it's one of those that I'll probably toss on my GameFly list to yeah. probably rent. Um, the only thing that might get me is if Best Buy gets a killer steel book. You never know. Yeah. It happens. Could happen. I love a good steel book. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. There's I don't think I missed anything actually. That was all of the games. <laughs> it really was just I was it was disappointing because Microsoft did their really good showcase thing where they did a good job highlighting big games coming out and then Shadow dropped Hi Fi Rush. Yeah, that was big. And then Nintendo had a stellar direct that was amazing. where they shadow dropped metroid prime which i didn't wasn't expecting sony to also shadow drop something mm-hmm. but, but we, I, we hoped though yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I was hopeful but i would <laughs> they were probably hoping to <laughs> like can we <laughs> anything <No. laughs> it won't be done yeah but it was just kind of lackluster I not feel... to say there aren't things to be excited for and that people shouldn't be excited for some of this stuff but the answer to joel's question though like sometimes their state of plays are good 
but I feel like more often than not, from, from my perspective, and I'm not a huge Sony fan, but like I feel like the, the weakness of the state of plays a lot of the times is that the games they feature the most and spend the most time talking about, and the ones that are most prominent, they're games that aren't even exclusive to them, like Street Fighter Six, RE4, Suicide Squad. Like those are you can play those on Xbox too. And those are the games that they spent the most time talking about. Like, they didn't have many exclusives in this. So, like... No. I mean, I don't know if anything was exclusive other than maybe some of the VR2 games. Yeah. um, I think that's the the weakest part of this presentation. I have to assume Sony's always been big at paying for exclusivities and stuff like that. Even though these games aren't exclusive, like, they like to pay for bonus content and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I can't imagine that there isn't some kind of deal they have in place with these companies where that's like, you give us this, we'll feature it promptly in our advertising. I feel like um, they pay for advertising rights. Like that's one of the reasons they're so concerned about not about Microsoft getting Call of Duty because for years they've been the company that has advertising rights to Call of Duty. So when you watch a state of play like this, it seems like those games are exclusive to Sony because Microsoft yeah. can't a- advertise about them at all. And yeah. that's a good it's a good play. It's smart, but like again, they're not exclusive. Yeah, and, the, and the, I mean, I bet you if you looked at sales numbers after they come out, it'll probably be any, three, four to one yeah. console-wise. So yep. it obviously works, but it, it would have been nice. Sony has so many big first-party games. They do. I mean, obviously people think God of War, Uncharted. I don't even know what else people think of. Grand Horizon. Turismo, Horizon now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, there's so much that they haven't even touched since PS2 or PS3. Uh, Sly Cooper. They, I mean, Ratchet & Clank got a new one, I guess. But Heavenly Sword was a great PS3 game that has had nothing since. Motorstorm, yeah. great racing game, like super cool racing game that's had nothing since the PS3. Like that, and that's just like the couple of games that come to my mind right away. Resistance, Killzone. I mean, like there's all these franchises that are just dormant and yeah. have been for years. And like mm-hmm. at some point, they need to start reviving them. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. It they're, just feels like wasted time. Their, e, their E3 show is going to have to be much better than this for sure yeah. but i mean in terms of this year they already got two massive games coming out in final fantasy was it 16 or 17 16 and spider-man so it's not like they don't got any great games coming out this year yeah no yeah. for sure but they still you always need more you can't have just two exclusives yeah <laughs> for the year to keep people excited but yeah that pretty much summed up that state of play so let's go ahead and roll into the main topic so what we were going to talk about today is the nintendo switch online um so obviously we talked about it during the recent expansion episode we did about the last Nintendo Direct, but Nintendo added Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games to the Switch Online. Um, and then like me and Alex did for one of the early episodes of the podcast, I think it was episode two? It was early. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, it was the was that that with the out with the new, in with the old? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we spent the whole time talking about old stuff, basically. Yep. Um, but yeah, we we did a, not a review, but a discussion, I guess, of the Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis when yes. they added it to Nintendo Switch Online. So I kind of thought we'd just kind of do that same thing. But whereas we will talk about that, we'll also kind of discuss the Nintendo Switch Online service as a whole. Yeah. Because um, at this point, it's been out for a while, and it felt like it's a good time to just discuss it and some people maybe haven't upgraded maybe they don't have a nintendo switch online at all or haven't gone to the expansion pack and maybe with a little more discussion here they'll see more of a reason to i don't know or not to sure um but you can't talk about where we are without talking about how we got here so i thought before we get into the main that main topic we'll just talk a little bit of how i guess nintendo's beginnings with virtual stores mm-hmm. um so obviously what console started the virtual store guys 
It was the Game Boy Color. <laughs> Game Boy Color. First console with an internet. <laughs> Had a printer. Uh, oh, it sure did. And a camera. Yeah. And, uh, okay, but really. Um, it rhymes with tree, Wii, right? <laughs> yeah, the Wii. So, I mean, we all were day one adapters. Adopters? Is it adopters or adapters? Adopters. Adopters. Of the but you Wii. can adapt by adopting. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're Adopt day or one die. <laughs> but we all, day one, we owners. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. do you remember getting home after midnight that night, plugging <laughs> it all in, not having to update for six hours because that wasn't a thing yet, and uh, going to the Nintendo shop because that was such a cool new concept. Yeah. So, first off, the music, mm-hmm. stellar. How long we keep this going for? People are like, really? Yeah. And we just lost everybody. Yeah. Um, but super music's great. It's one of those things. I think it was probably about five years ago. It was after the Switch came out. I was like, I didn't realize I was nostalgic for the Wii until I heard that song somewhere, and I was like, what the heck? The Nintendo Switch shop is lame. <laughs> like, yeah. They almost like hypnotized you into buying games with that music. Yeah. It, it yep. More points. Because you didn't add dollars, you added points. Yeah. Like this game. Buy this game. game. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's your money leaving your. <laughs> you guys have all seen the Nirvana show um, YouTube video, right? Where the 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 We Shop Wednesday song. No. You haven't seen that. All I know is We Shop Bling. You haven't seen the We Shop Wednesday. I thought We Shop Bling. You haven't seen the We Shop Wednesday song either yet. No, you should play it. Oh though. man, I, I, for copyright reasons, I probably can't. No. <laughs> um, but now I'm gonna have to show you guys. If you guys, if anybody's listening and they haven't seen, then it's the YouTube channel is the Nirvana Show. Mm. It has nothing to do with Nirvana. I don't know why it's called that. Oh, but, and I think you sent it to me. Maybe did I? I think or I, on it was on Discord. I think yeah. So it was you, on Discord. Okay, it's really good. Yes. Yeah, it was Jaden put it. Or Jaden did because he said every time Chris talks about Tojo and Earl. Uh, okay, there you go, that's right. Um, <laughs> he, he thinks of that song. <laughs> that's <I was> right. Like, <laughs> so how many episodes is this? We got to keep the streak going. I, have, like, I don't oh. think an episode has gone by. Where I <laughs> <laughs> it's almost a challenge now you have to accept and you know what's funny every time it's completely by chance so i don't have to find out <laughs> right. this time it just happened um, and it's just like oh, so everyone else is like yes <laughs> everybody else i have created so many new fans um but anyway that song's pretty good but yeah um so the, the wii shop was cool good music but the virtual console is probably why we all logged on there yeah, yeah. because i don't think the wii shop itself offered much in the way of quality games until cave story like three years later yeah um but yeah the virtual console man it was what four to ten dollars for a game and they offered uh nes uh super nintendo 64 sega genesis neo geo and eventually commodore 64 and turbo graphics um and yeah very impressive like the amount of games and also the amount of consoles you could play on that were not nintendo consoles oh yeah it's super impressive and at the time you know it was surprising because i think First off, it was the first console to do that. You didn't have access to old libraries like this. And for that mm-hmm. price, it was pretty cheap in comparison to buying the cartridges in a Super Nintendo or a 64. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was cool to have that option. And you didn't, you only bought the games you wanted, obviously. But for me, it was my first introduction to the Turbo Graphics. Mm. I didn't, I at 18, I think is how old I was when the Wii came out. And I hadn't even heard of the Turbo Graphics. I, was strictly new of Nintendo and Sega until PlayStation. Like sure. I didn't realize there was a Panasonic 3DO. I didn't realize there was a Turbo Graphics or mm-hmm. an Atari Lynx. Like all that stuff I found out about later. But yeah, 
Um, but nonetheless, the Wii Virtual Console Library, huge. Like, if you can, like, look at a list compared to the Wii U and 3DS, mm-hmm. it was massive how yeah. many games they got on there. Um, and some stuff still hasn't come to any of the other virtual consoles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool. It was nice to have that option. I honestly probably spent more time on my Wii playing virtual console games than I did actual Wii games. Mm-hmm. Things like Gunstar Heroes, Dungeon Explorers. You remember playing I remember that? Dungeon Explorers, was yes. a ton of fun, but yeah. So that was the Wii. And then um, the DSi had its own little shop, but didn't do a virtual console. It was pretty lacking overall. Um, then the Wii U and the 3DS came out. And uh, 3DS had its own virtual console where they had NES, NES, mm-hmm. sorry, NES, SNES, Game Gear, and Game Boy Advance games. But the Game Boy Advance games were only for people who were part of the Ambassador program, early adopters of the 3DS. Rise up, Ambassadors. <laughs> we're here. Um, and then the Wii U did NES, SNES, 64, GBA, DS, and TurboGrafx, uh, which, of course... I honestly will be surprised if we ever see a virtual console that does DS again. Uh, yeah. Um, just because of the uniqueness of the touchscreen. Oh, that's true. Um, I had thoughts about it, but uh, I don't think we will. Yeah, I don't I don't think the Switch is good enough for it. No, that sounds funny. Like, I don't think it's good <laughs> enough. It's not good <laughs> enough. I don't think it can comp... I can do what this, the Wii U did when it comes to the dual screens. Yeah. It just it can't. It, I don't know how it would po- do a good... Yes, unless I they did it like wait until December when they attach one switch to another and the switch two is like an ice cream sandwich basically it's like a flip phone oh, let's go. <laughs> it's like a clam as long know? as we can play DS games on there I mean a foldable screen switch would be it was so good and so it's bad so too. heavy yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it won't fit in my pocket the basically thing, a DS is what it would be the only thing I can think of is that um, because the DS didn't have dual analog sticks is one stick could be the lower screen, touchscreen, pretty much your pointer. Yeah, that's true. But with the touchscreen games, a lot of them were like um, rapidly moving from one point of the screen to another with just your finger. So I, I don't think that would really work very well. It would be hard, especially with how you said w- rapid. Exactly. Some games were tap, tap, <laughs> yeah. tap, or constantly like Pokemon Ranger, where you're constantly circling stuff. Oh like, yeah. I don't know how that would work. Like not easily. You destroy these screens too. Like yep. the DS and the Wii U oh, screens yeah. are. Oh, I know. You had to have that. a screen protector for them. Yep. I remember making uh, what is it? Super. There's that you Pokemon game. No, no, you mix the berries oh, in that yeah, maker, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you had to like go in circles over and over again. It was so frustrating because you could never make it right. You could never stop it on yeah. the right spot. Uh-huh. So it's unlikely we'll get DS games, but you never know. Um, but the point of this being is, until the Switch, we didn't have an online service, so to speak. Yes. We, we had to buy the games we wanted. And I think up until the NSO actually came out, we kind of assumed we'd still have to do that. Oh, like, yeah. We thought Virtual Console was coming just... Yeah. We didn't know when. Yeah. And so that was always a cool option. The nice thing about it, like I've already mentioned, you buy what you want. So Mm -hmm. I guess you're not spending money unnecessarily. You know, if you don't want Mario Party 2, you don't have to buy Mario Party 2. But you should buy Mario Party 2. You should. It's good. (laughs) Um, But that's where the Nintendo Switch Online comes in. Um, And I don't know about you guys, actually, let me ask you guys, how do you feel a Nintendo Switch Online holds up overall and can, like... How do you feel it is as a service? I don't have much to say on that because I don't have a PlayStation or Xbox. So what about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your input. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you that I get enjoyment out of it and yes. I don't mind paying as part of a family plan. Yeah, I, w- I think that's what it comes down to for me is uh, I think in general, 
we have lower expectations of Nintendo when it comes to online anything, really. <laughs> and frankly, the price we pay for NSO at this point is very, very reasonable. Like I was like, I, I looked uh, so like Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which is the top tier as far as I know. Yeah, so it's the Xbox Live plus Game Pass. Yeah, if you're if you're paying for it monthly, it's fourteen ninety nine a month plus tax or whatever if you have that. Um, unless you're using Microsoft Rewards points, in which case you can get it for free. I'm going to keep reminding people of that because it's amazing. They don't know. Right? <laughs> it's a loophole. Microsoft has no idea. They're gonna. I bet they close. Honestly, I bet they close that loophole eventually. Um, uh, PS Plus Premium, I think. Is, so that's the top tier of it. I only consider the top tiers in this. That's so that's including all like the throwback PS2, PSP. What's what else is part of that? PS1, PS2, and PSP are all part of that plus every then the 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 tier below that the extras tier i think mm-hmm. includes all of that which is all the ps4 and ps5 games to add on there yeah, yeah, yeah plus you get the free games every month that you get with the basic tier yeah so i think i think the extras tier you were talking about was same as uh xbox game pass ultimate is 15 but if, if the ps plus premium is 17.99 so that the most expensive one it's a little it comes in a little more expensive than than uh, xbox game plan game pass finally NSO plus expansion pack. So the top tier of NSO um, individually costs $50 a year or about $5 a month if one single person is paying for it. They don't have any friends, which probably applies to the average gamer. They probably don't have a lot of gamer friends, I would assume. Maybe they do. (coughs) If you're lucky, like we are, and you have a lot of gamer friends and family, uh, the family plan is $80 a year. And so divided between eight people, that's $10 for the entire year. And that's yeah. the situation we're all in, I'm assuming. Because mm-hmm. I, I know you're not in my family plan, but I know Alex is. Yeah, no, I'm on one with Caleb and uh, Carter and a couple others. Yeah, so like so, just yeah. over 10 bucks a year mm-hmm. for what we get is very, very reasonable. It's as opposed bad. to like 10 bucks a, a year? Month. Yeah, exactly. That's a very we good We don't deal. get as much as the Game Pass and the PlayStation Plus. No, but, but in, 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 in regarding to like getting new games for free, essentially. Yes. I feel like NSO is catching up, though. I feel like it is getting better, and I feel like it just got a lot better, obviously. Yep. So, And that's kind of what it comes down to is, yes, in theory, it's the weakest of the services um, as far as overall what you get, mm-hmm. but it's also by far the cheapest. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm not – I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that for most people, especially the average gamer uh, – what you get for free in this is a lot more appealing to what you'd get on Game Pass or PlayStation Premium because more people are familiar with Mario, Metroid, Zelda, Pokemon, you know, all that stuff Yes. than people are familiar with Xbox or PlayStation's back, um, mm-hmm. backlog. They have, library. like, the strongest and most diverse cast of characters, franchises, just period. Although Sony is making a pretty good name for themselves right now. Yep. No, it's true, for sure. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we already got NES... And uh, Super NES, um, which they call the SNES now, which I don't really? like. I, I hate that. That is like the, <laughs> that, that's apparently the term. Um, For me, it was just SNES. Yeah, SNES or it the Super SNES, NES. Yeah, like it's better than SNES. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Um, and then what the expansion came out, which is the one where you pay the $50 a year for, that's when they added 64 and Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's cool about the expansion is you also get certain expansion passes like um, Animal Crossings. Mm-hmm. Was there another one on there now too? Mario Kart. Mario Kart. The, yeah, the Booster Course Pass, which is those are both twenty bucks on their own if you bought them once. So it seems if you play any of those games, it seems like a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, yeah, they added Game Boy, which was added onto the basic pack. Yes. But you get it with the expansion and um, Game Boy Advance. So overall, 
I, I've been happy with it because once again, it doesn't feel like that much of an expense, mm-hmm. but they've been, they do a nice steady drip feed of games coming out Yeah. Um, for each of the consoles. Like 64 has been, I've been pleasantly surprised. I kind of assumed that they would really stretch out the releases for 64, but they haven't. They've done a good job of pushing out more, more and more content. Yeah. Um, and like they've already announced what Pokemon Stadium one and two and uh, what's the other one Mario Party three are still coming yeah. to it that yeah. are now that'll be coming so. pretty soon I think. But <clears throat> what we're going to talk about now is we're just going to go over a little bit um, the games that we got with the Game Boy, Game Boy and Game Boy Color, and then the Game Boy Advance. Um, we don't have to spend a lot of time on them. I think we took time to play just about we we tried to play at least a little bit of each of them so we could at least comment on it. Obviously, some of them we've played before, mm-hmm. but. Anyway, um, so we'll start off with the Game Boy, and the first game on there is Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark. <laughs> Did you guys play it? I had tried. I, <laughs> same, same. I played for like 10 minutes, Exactly. Probably. Yep. That was about me, too. Yeah. I, I will say, like, obviously it looks terrible, uh-huh. but at the same time, I was impressed <laughs> oh, no, it's, with what they were able to accomplish. It's like playing the um, Donkey Kong Country on the Game Boy. Yeah, it's not the best version it was like not to a, look at. But exactly, it didn't look good at all. But it was kind of amazing that they got it to work. Yeah, yeah. And like, I like point and click games. So mm-hmm. like, there's a little bit of me that wanted to keep playing it, but then I was yeah. like, I don't know if I should keep playing. It. <laughs> <laughs> but it was better use of your time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it was like, it was pretty. I don't know. Like for what I, I'll just say that one more time. For what it was, for when it came out impressive i i i don't know i'm a big fan of the fact that sometimes these companies go the extra mile because they don't do this much anymore but like i'll always talk about one of the coolest things i ever read is how they fit resident evil 2 on a nintendo 64 cartridge Mm -hmm. a two disc game with two different playthroughs that was huge in scope um should have never been on the 64 and never could have been but the team was like we're gonna make it happen because they wanted. I don't. I don't. I think it was like a matter of they just didn't like to be said told no to, and they shoved it on there, and the whole game's on there. The magic of cartridges, and that's kind of what this felt like to me, like them trying to make this game work on a console where it shouldn't be. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love it when they when when you put games on a, especially back then, put games of this genre, and try to be bold and do something different, mm-hmm. like on a format that just doesn't make any sense to do mm-hmm. it on. You know. So it was interesting. I w- I mean, I don't know if I'm going to go back and play much, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what it was. Yeah. I, and what this was to me, the coolest thing about this game being on here was how random, like mm-hmm. everything else on here kind of yeah. made sense. And then there was like alone in the dark. But what that does for me is it gives me hope that we'll see some other more obscure games yeah. that yeah. you might not normally see on a virtual console type yep. setting. What I thought was weird though, and it took me like a couple of times for me to realize it in this Alone in the Dark game, was that there's random encounters, yeah. <laughs> apparently. It yeah. felt a little bit like Pokemon, uh-huh. like you're like walking towards the, the building and all of a sudden it switches to another screen without without any oh, warning. Oh, spiders are coming. Yeah, yeah. Shoot them. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, I'm trying to run to the opposite corner of the screen so I can position myself uh-huh. to shoot a spider. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was, the random encounters were strange. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it worked. Yeah. It was very, I don't know, interesting little game though. I don't know. I might, I might go back to it just to see what how the story plays how out. alone are you in the how <laughs> yeah i got to a mirror where he was talking to his dead partner and i was like mm. <laughs> <laughs> not sure about this um all right what game was next uh looks like the game and watch gallery three i didn't get to play that one that that one i missed i didn't in, in the preparation for this but so i did oh good and, um <laughs> i was like 
Well, that was enough. <laughs> um, you know, this is one of those games that I can see my mom having bought me as a kid and putting a lot of time into because it was one of the few games I had. Mm-hmm. But as an ad- <clears throat> as an adult, they're very much so Game & Watch games. And Game & Watch games are very basic. Mm-hmm. So they just they did a good job of like putting a fresh coat of paint on them for the Game Boy Color and adding you know modern characters. I, I played every one for probably about two minutes, other than Donkey Kong 3. Mm-hmm. Um, Donkey Kong Jr., sorry, uh-huh. not Donkey Kong 3. Yeah. Uh, and that one's actually pretty good. If anybody's to go on there, it's it feels like a Donkey Kong game. So um, That's cool. Yeah, I only played like three levels and then I died, but I liked it. <laughs> and that part was fun, but other than that, I doubt I'll ever load it up again. Yeah, I didn't play Game & Watch Gallery 3 on this in this format, but I remember having it on the Game Boy Color. It might not have been 3, it might have been previous installment one or two i think it was a game we got at launch when we got our when me and jordan i think me and jordan both got game boy colors so, at the same time when you guys each. i was in the car it's fun fact <laughs> i was in the car with this you guys is how long we've known each other remember we, we talked about this <laughs> i remember when you guys got your game boys i was in the car and your dad handed them to oh, you guys because i'd dad. already i'd already had one i love so. you dad <laughs> and it was exciting but you guys got um tamagotchi something or another yeah because there was a tamagotchi game on mm-hmm. game boy color and bomberman um bomberman oh. blue something max blue or something like that yeah that's all, a bomber there's a lot of really good bomberman games on game boy color by the way yeah it was a fun game mm. yeah i have an interesting memory but then we went to, you remember that barn place over in uh off of over by b and i there was that restaurant oh, yeah there? yeah uh-huh. we went there too that's after you guys got your game boys and we sat there and we nice yeah. was ivan still there the gorilla we didn't go to the BNI. We went to the barn no, restaurant. No, <laughs> you could have. You could have seen him. You could have played your Game Boy Pop, your Game Boy Color in front of Ivan and yeah. <laughs> just Shut mocked him for being in. <laughs> oh, look at you, monkey! Rest in peace, Ivan. Oh, R.I.P. All right, what game was next? Gargoyles Quest. Did you guys play it? No. I did. What do you think? Um, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, it's not a game I like because uh, you know, um, I don't know. It's a a little bit of a platformer with with some like hovering controls and you fire a little dart of fire i guess yeah um but it's interesting it has almost a zelda 2 aspect to it when you go to the like an oval world yeah and you have like little so you, encounters you beat a level yeah oh, I, I beat the first level yeah good, good job you played uh-huh. it way more than i did <laughs> yeah and I had a little boss at the end of the level so that was kind of cool yeah so i mean it scratches an itch of just you know kind of fun little platformer but um, it's hard to play them a little bit because they are. I mean, the Game Boy just wasn't as good as yeah. Uh, didn't play as well as other games. Well, it's uh, like other con- trying other to consoles. play Super Mario Land One. There's a yes. reason they didn't put that on. <laughs> Ex- yes, exactly. Yeah, because it just doesn't work. Yeah, I only played it for a few minutes. Um, the one thing I liked was the I liked the floating mechanic and I liked mm-hmm. that you could climb walls. Yes, some of that uh-huh. just felt a little for Game Boy felt a little like yeah. forward thinking to uh-huh. me. Um. But overall, yeah, I was just like, there's. I think the thing with a lot of games, like I didn't grow up with the NES really. Like I had one, but I only we only had like the Mario games and Tetris and a mm-hmm. few others. So NES isn't super nostalgic for me. Um, other later consoles all are. Yeah. But I find that those games, like I don't go back. Other than like Mega Man, like there's not a lot of like, oh yeah, like I want to play that. Yeah. It's more nostalgic for the people who grew up with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I get you. And I kind of feel like that might be the case with some of these older games, especially. Um, once you get to Super Nintendo, Game Boy Advance era, I, I don't think that's as true. Because mm-hmm. that's when games started being solid across the board. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like they could do what they wanted wanted yeah. to do. They got across exactly what they wanted. Exactly. Yeah. Did you play Gargoyle's Quest? I did not. Okay. Well, One then, thing I'm happy for 
with any of the NSO games, uh, NSO, NSO virtual games, is the rewind feature. I saw that. Yes, rewind is cool. That because is really cool. I don't have time to try to go through the level again. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to play it and just kind of enjoy it and not worry about the challenge as yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. At this point in my life, like, sometimes I just want to play it and I don't really care what I have to do to finish it. Yeah, I mean, obviously not all the games are not are kind of are rewind worthy. Um, yeah. Like Zelda or the Lone in the dark, you know, some of those ones, it doesn't matter. Like you're going to um, just kind of play it and play it, you know? Yeah. You're not going to, but some of the games where it's a platform where, oops, you get sent back five levels or, <laughs> you yeah. know, or like you just have to do something over and over again to, to master it. And yeah. but you have to get, you play five minutes to get back to that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's I not having to do that. It's like we have live, die, repeat on the NSO. We just yes, get, exactly. We can relive that yep. moment. <laughs> uh, yes, Tom Cruise. Uh, great movie, by the way. <laughs> it was not live, die, repeat. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it. <laughs> Edge of tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. Um, all right, then after that was Kirby's Dreamland, the original appearance of our little pink uh, uh, puffball who was white. Just be a little white boy. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I've played that game before. It's been a long time, but yeah, I did play it again just to kind of get a feel. Yeah. And it's Kirby. <laughs> yeah. Minus the powers that you get now. Yeah. Uh, he feels, the, I mean, it feels the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kirby controls have not really changed much. He's still kind of slow and, and floaty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He very much so is, but I will say, I mean, it was a late launch Game Boy game, I think, but it is it is a solid game. Like, mm-hmm. for anybody who wants to just play a solid platformer, mm-hmm. I don't see any reason not to play it. Yeah. And it looks nice with the Game Boy Color filter on, which, yeah. speaking oh, of, those, are yeah. cool. those filters are cool. Oh, my uh-huh. gosh. Yep. I love that so much. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have it on. Yeah. I like that they you have the Game Boy, the Pocket, and the Color filters for the yeah. games that allow it. Yep. And then where you can turn on the uh, the classic look, yeah. too. Like, I actually have that on because I like the feel of it looking like I'm playing it on a Game Boy mm-hmm. a little bit. And I wonder if that's true to size when you click on the reproduce classic feel display with small screen. I wonder if it's the exact same size as a Game Boy or a Game Boy Color or a Game Boy Pocket was. I, bet it is. I think we it'll be compare. I think it'll be pixels at least. Yeah. Um, pixel size. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know for sure if it's going to be like actual screen size because the screens had different cha- changed, you know, in yeah. size depending on which when you had which version you had. Mm, yeah. Um, but do you remember on the Game Boy Color? Um, I mean, I, I Game Boy Color was my first console um, and I got Pokemon for it and that's not a Game Boy Color game. Mm-hmm. Do you remember being able to change the color scheme? Yeah. Uh, in the like root, not root menu, but like before the... Yeah, you could hold... You could hold a certain combina- yeah. combination. It'd become... Di- yeah, it would different, two, just two different colors essentially. Change the sprite setting. Yeah, yeah. Or yep. the sprite colors. Well, they don't have that option here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one. I think it's just I thought one you were about option. to tell me that it was, and I was like, I don't remember no. that. That's awesome. No, it's still cool, though, that they have it, but I do remember that. I, mm-hmm. I used to mess around with that all the time because I played yep. Pokemon so much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I was the same. Game Boy Col- I didn't have a Game Boy. I had a Game Boy Color with yeah. Pokemon. Um. So then after that game, what came next? What came next? What's on here next? Zelda Link's Awakening DX. Yep. Includes new secret dungeon, according to the cover art. Okay. <laughs> but got... it was the color version of yeah. Link's Awakening. With the secret dungeon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't think it has the Game Boy camera setting <laughs> the, where you can, <laughs> where you go can print out. Where you can print out. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is a shame. <laughs> but a shame. <laughs> um, have you, you guys have both played Link's Awakening before. Definitely. Yeah. So many times in so many different iterations. Yep. No, this is easily up there for my favorite zelda game i think minish cap inches it out a little bit mm-hmm. but i love Link's awakening and even though they have a brand new spanking version on the switch mm-hmm. that is the same exact game with better visuals 
sometimes I still like to play this version. <laughs> and I, this was the first thing I started up when this released that night. And better isn't better is uh, subjective. Yeah, it is because I, mean, I I like these. I love the look of the New yeah. Link's Awakening, but I like these graphics. Yep. I love the old 2D style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of the 2D Zelda games, and there's a lot of them and a lot of really good ones. I mean, there's very few that are bad, <laughs> obviously. But I think, I mean, A Link to the Past is my all-time favorite Zelda game, probably, just in general. But yeah. like, it barely edges out this game in terms of 2D Zelda games. Oh, yeah. I think this is that good of a Zelda game. Well, I mean, this is leagues ahead of Zelda 1 oh, and 2. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, of course, Jordan will <laughs> defer. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> yeah. There's got to be one Zelda 2 stand out there. Yeah. But as far as like just how it looks, yeah. a Game Boy game being better than the NES games. Yeah. As yeah. far as, you know. Yeah. And pro- I think gameplay also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I we'll save this for a Zelda, Zelda. I mean, there's a lot to say in a Zelda episode someday. But like, what? Did Link's Awakening come out after A Link to the Past or before A Link to the Past? It would have been after. Would have been after? Because it's a sequel. With, mm-hmm. I mean. It's the same Link. It's the same Link. Yep. But, but he's you know. sleeping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tired. Okay. Um, yeah, I love this game. It's though. a great game. You haven't and played it, this game, and it's nice and wacky. And I feel like if anybody hasn't given it a chance, haven't hasn't played it before, why not play it? If you have, this, oh, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. If you have Nintendo Switch Online, um, and the next was Metroid Two: Return of Samus. Mm-hmm. Not the best version of Metroid Two. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard to play. Yeah, I mean, there can be an argument made that it, you know, it's good at what it does for mm-hmm. sure. I never, I love Metroid, but I'd never played this game until the remake. Um, I'm pretty oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I, I beat this version of it on the game on my 3ds. Yeah, I did too. That was the first time I'd played it to completion. And you guys both deserve a medal. Hey, mm-hmm. thanks. Because I hear this is extremely hard. It's, it's, <laughs> it was not easy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of safe stating. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, cheaters. <laughs> but um, good game. I didn't. I haven't touched it here either. I kind of just felt like I didn't need to because I played the Samus Returns remake. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say I won't play it at some point, but I have so much other stuff to do. I probably yeah. won't. Um, no, wait, I would love play. to have this physical at some point. But. Yeah. I think I may have talked, I probably have talked about it before, but there's the AM2R, mm-hmm. which is another Metroid 2 remake on PC. That one's a lot of fun. Mm. Um, but it's not legally <laughs> accessible. <laughs> is that legal? <laughs> no. But it is a, um, a reimagining of the whole you know essentially the same map with some extra features and some extra areas and done in the super metroid it's style. Doing the super metroid style yep yeah. and yeah that's a lot of fun and people will say you know that's better than the um returns game mm-hmm. for the 3ds oh they will yeah um and i think in a lot of ways uh, not better better but i'd say rivals it equally yeah so at I, least i haven't played it but um, I want to, I just, you know, me and PC, I don't spend a lot of time yep. on it. But I I will say that I did go back to Samus Returns before Dread came out. Because mm-hmm. I was kind of like trying to go through just, not I wasn't going to go through the primes, but just the, the side-scrolling ones. I did too. And about halfway through, I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I love... and then you dropped your three guests to the ground. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> I don't know, like... It was great when it... I loved it the first time I played it, but mm-hmm. the second time something just wasn't clicking as well. Yeah. Super Metroid is my all-time favorite game. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really... Like, I go back and forth with Earthbound sometimes, but I think it's pretty solid in number one spot. Um, but there's just something about it that I didn't love as much, but I feel like Dread does a good job of taking oh. those mechanics and yeah. perfecting... Making yep. everything feel a little less tedious. Mm-hmm. I think Samus Returns 
even Mercury Steam's version on 3DS. It's good, but it feels a little bit linear. And because yeah. of that, it feels a little bit mon- monotonous. Yes. Yeah. And uh-huh. a little bit less exploratory, a little bit less Metroidvania-like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, but, but they, like you said, I think they perfected it. They perfected the formula with Dread. Dread is one of the best Metroid games. It's For so sure. good. I need to go back to it now that they've added the new modes, it too. It is so good. Um, okay, then what was next? Uh, Super Mario Land 2. Six golden coins. Yeah. Yep, and I... I play this. Everybody knows how I feel about this game. <laughs> yep, I, and this is the one I actually finished. <laughs> you played through it on yep. here? Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's just... I mean, once you if you played through it once, you can probably beat this game. What probably took you two, three hours? Yeah, about that. Yeah, yep. it's it's short, but what a game, man! Mm-hmm. It's what I mean, James. You hadn't probably played it in a long time. I hadn't what played did it in a think? long time. My, my my thought was, wow, this is. I can see they were very close to getting to the Super Mario World mm-hmm. like formula. You know, yeah. like even the uh, Mario, he looks that way, he presents that way. Yep, it felt a little floaty. If yep. that makes sense it for does. a Mario game, not in a bad way, just more floaty or not <laughs> as heavy as Super Mario World. Um, but I think, and sometimes that's intentional depending on the lands, because like in Spaceland, you are literally floating yeah. around. You mm-hmm. can hold the A button, and, and there's like a, a level to a bubble level where yeah. you get into a bubble, and you press A, and you're uh-huh. kind of just floating around. But And you get the rabbit ears, and you can float with yes. that. Yes, I love that power-up. <laughs> yeah. Is, I, it, is that the uh, rabbit ears? Is that different than the carrot? Well, it is, is the carrot. carrot. Okay. It gives you the rabbit Yeah, because yes. I felt like I could cheese some of the levels with the carrot oh, yeah. oh, sure. power-up. Uh-huh. Yep. So yeah. I, I would... So not everybody's a platform game fan, um, but... I kind of feel like this is a great Mario game for anybody to play. Like if you've ever, if you want to play Mario, but you're afraid some of them are too hard, this isn't really that hard. Like, no. and I'm not like if it if it is if you're having trouble with it, just keep going. Because I rewind, think, yeah, rewind, <laughs> baby. Hold the the back. Was it LR and or LZ and both of them? RZ. I think at the same time. Hold them both back. Yeah, but I do feel like this this and Link uh, Link's Awakening are the two games on here right now that I feel like everybody should play. If they haven't played them in some form or another already. Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. I was just, yeah, I was surprised. It was much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I haven't I haven't got to Wario's first appearance yet, but I'm excited. I, play, I think I beat like two lands. I beat the tree land and the space land. Mm-hmm. And so I got two of the six coins. But it was fun, and I can see that it was a very close step uh, to Super Mario World. Uh huh. Def- definitely, I loved the ma- the how they had the map too that you could explore. Oh, I like that too. Yep. Very ahead of its time for a Game Boy game. And the fact that the lands end with a boss that also set a precedent that Super Mario World had. And I like it fighting bosses at mm. the end of lands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was kind of cool. So, yep, great game. And then what was next? Tetris. 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 <laughs> yeah, Tetris classic, uh, the best selling game of all time. <laughs> it's uh, it's Tetris. It plays like Tetris. You can't hold pieces back in this version of Tetris. It oh, was before no select. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to do this for you. So, um, it's the very first game I played on Tetris. I played it in the classic uh, uh, Game Boy mode, the green, the green color. I literally only got 125 <laughs> points on nice. my first playthrough. Bro, how are you so bad? I'm okay. So, uh, I'm, okay, okay, just, just bear with me for a second. I was insistent on my first line being a tetris you know four lines in a row and i couldn't get it i just didn't get luck with the blocks and so eventually it just stacked and i lost but like <laughs> i was like i have to screenshot this because like they're gonna they're, he's chris is gonna be like yep that's right on right on cue for james's tetris that's skills james's Tetris skills. i'm not gonna sit here and say i'm like a god at tetris but if there was whatever the opposite of a god is, james is that. don't tell don't tell jasmine this happened don't tell her oh don't worry she doesn't listen to the podcast but um Tetris, I, of all the games on the 
I think of all the games that were dropped in NSO uh, recently, this is the one I put the most time into. I love Tetris, even though I suck at yeah. it. It's really fun. And so you can play against each other, which yeah. is really fun. Which have you? I have not. I want to play a game against you, even though I'll get trashed probably. <laughs> have you played multiplayer with any of the games? No, yet? I haven't. So me and Caleb, um, so past guest Caleb, uh, actually sat and did all played multiplayer in all the games that you could. Um, and the only one on Game Boy Color, well... It, apparently Game & Watch is, but there's some weird... Anyway, it not really. Um, but yeah, we played a few matches of Tetris, and uh, it's very smooth. And it's pretty easy, too. You just start up a room. Um, on the far left, there's Play Local Multiplayer. Yeah. And you start a room, and then uh, the other player just joins it. And you both go into the game like normal, but it opens up the, the co-op options. Like mm-hmm. you would plugged in a link cable, basically. Yep. So and very this is smooth. Opening but... the way for Pokemon. <laughs> for what? <laughs> yeah. But we'll talk about that. Yeah. We will talk about that. And Alex, I'll let you talk about the last game. That's oh on the yeah, game I'm a big fan of the Wario Land series. I know you are. Ah, yep. I'm gonna win. <laughs> so, uh, how do you feel about Wario Land Three? Uh, it plays like Wario Land Two, which I played the heck out of. Um, <laughs> had you not played Wario Land Three before? No, I had not. Oh, so this is probably yep, exciting. This is new. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, fun, fun to get to play it. I. It's not as good because. Just the gameplay itself uh, doesn't gel as well with me. Where you have the, you have to kind of go back and forth into the worlds um, over and over again um, because you unlock little either powers or things change, and so it's a little bit tedious because you're like going to a world. You're like, well, I can't. I can see this area, but I can't go there. Or like, I know I should be able to do this one thing, but I can't. <clears throat> and so it's a little bit like it's holding you back. Um, mm. Not. Uh, artificially but you know it's like i don't know so it's a little bit i'm playing through it but mm-hmm. it's not as intuitively fun as the as two. Mm. yeah well that's too bad <laughs> yeah but still still fun yeah um yeah. i love that you you know all the powers of the game you know that you uh you, you actually it's like states that wario gets put in whether it's like being on fire or he gets smashed <laughs> with a mallet and becomes a springy wario or um, gets fat from eating the cake. It's very clever yeah. and very Wario. Yep. Like, well, what he's become. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. It obviously started with these earlier games. Yeah. So I, I I didn't really get a chance to play it much. Did you play it, James? I didn't. I, I stupidly I'm like I'm want to wait for them to drop one and two on NSO before I, mm-hmm. I need like, that continuity. I want to play chronologically. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Land one is is very much Super Mario Land two mm-hmm. on the Game Boy. Um, it's a kind of a wario version of that okay. where he gets hats that give him powers oh okay i'd um, like to play them i've never played any of them i have three for whatever reason on color and i've never played it oh like oh, i actually okay. own it but was wario land one on the uh, regular game boy regular original game, game boy. boy yep original mm. yeah. yeah and wario land 2, two was, was a color a... game but not an only for color exactly game. yep mm. but yeah that's what that one was uh it yeah i'm sure that Changed all gets confusing for people who <laughs> aren't familiar with how all that worked yeah so before we move on to game boy advance um, let's talk about what games we hope to see on the service. So, mm-hmm. are there any specific games you guys really want to see on the Game Boy Game Boy Color service? I mean, I already talked about it. <laughs> Mario Land Two. <laughs> I agreed. I agree with Alex on that front. Um, strangely, I'm not like a huge Mega Man fan, but I'd like to play the original Mega Man games. The Aren't Game those Boy versions. The yet? Game Boy versions. I don't oh, know okay. how they play in comparison, but I know that I think they did all six mm-hmm. on Game Boy. That'd be a cool way to add them. Um. You know what game I really want on here is the Metal Gear Solid Game Boy Color game because mm. I've never played it, um, but it's supposed to be a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like a stealth little stealth action game yeah. with Game Boy Color, it's all over the top. 
I think it would be really cool if they added that. I've heard the same. Yeah. That, that wasn't one of those Rumble Pack games, was it? Mm-mm. I've heard the same thing, though, that it was like sub- shockingly good. Yeah, Not that it should be because Metal Gear games across yeah, the board. But are... it's a game. You don't expect a Game Boy. It's not a port because it's its own game, but yeah. you don't expect a Game Boy version of a console game to end up being any good. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's not, it doesn't happen often unless it's Nintendo. Yeah. Like, until more recently, it's more common. Obviously, PSP did it well, but. So does it follow uh, the plot and story of the original Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation? I'm not, I'm not positive. I don't think so. I think Wonder. it's a separate entity in mm. itself, but That's I've always cool. heard good things. It's one of those games I really want, like, I have a small fascination with Game Boy Color games. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I like I've talked about, I'm going for like, the Rumble games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just something about those boxes, it's one of those games I really want to own, but yeah. I'd actually be happy just playing it on here. Yeah. But, I wouldn't mind if they brought in, kind of like how they did with the, the Game Boy Advance series, they brought, for the NSO, they brought in the Super Mario Land, well, let's see, what was it, Super Mario Advance 4? Yeah, Super Mario Brothers three. <laughs> yeah, uh, with the with the e reader and the you know the coins. Yeah. So they had a um, Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. Yeah. Oh, that's um, right. On the Game Boy. Color. I remember that. I and had that. That yeah, was you did. yeah. It was a good port of Super Mario Brothers with um, you know different challenges you could do. Yeah, that was fun. So that'd be kind of cool if they brought that too. Yeah, I've never played that version really. Like, so I I would like to play that. And I think the one that most people would love to see Pokemon. Oh, mm-hmm. it's a given. Yeah, and yeah. it's a given. I think that. I didn't want to talk too much on it earlier, but I think the Pokemon um, Direct, what do they call it? Uh, Pokemon Presents. Pokemon Presents. Uh Mm -hmm. I'm going to be shocked (laughs) if they don't drop Mm -hmm. it. There are heavy rumors that we're getting Pokemon in in some fashion on it. Yeah. I don't know. There was an article. I could not understand how they were doing it, but they're saying that the link link cable trading works on NSO for Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah, I saw that. But... I don't know how they're doing that because it's not out yet. Like, yeah. are they, they have unreleased software, but how are they showing on YouTube if... I don't know. What, Nintendo I, would just put a strike on it if it was real, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. So I, I don't think, think... I'm not sure. I don't think they're doing is really... Have they just modded their I think they must have modded somehow, to yeah. have uh-huh. achieved that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just... I think with the fact that you can play the games online already, yes. I bet it'll work. Uh-huh. And one of the things that... I've mentioned it in the Discord, but one of the things I really hope is and it's gotten me even more excited is the fact that we have Pokemon stadium coming out already. So if they figure out a way to let you transfer your Pokemon from red and blue or eventually gold and silver Mm -hmm. to Pokemon stadium one or two and play those teams. I love the idea of playing these old games online, but playing them like they were supposed to be played Uh because it is not easy for the, the, the average or even the hardcore gamer to play the play Pokemon on Game Boy and then p- transfer them to a 64 yep. through a transfer pack. Yeah. Because most, I mean, neither of you guys have a 64 in a transfer pack in Pokemon Stadium, do you? Like all those things. No. So, I mean, and you guys are hardcore. Like, I would, you know, as far as. Well, you're not hardcore. Unless you live hardcore. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't think I have a transfer pack, but I do have Pokemon Stadium. But nonetheless, like, probably I'm not going to sit down and do all that. Mm-hmm. But if it's all conveniently located in one place. I probably will. I yeah. mean, since we're on the the subject of Pokemon in general, and we're going to get to Game Boy Advance, but like, I mean, we're it's reasonable to assume if we're going to get it on NSO Game Boy Color Game Boy, hopefully we get some of the Game Boy Advance ones yeah. too, right? Now that we're talking about it, I hope so. I Gold and Silver Crystal would be mm-hmm. absolutely those, awesome. Yeah, those were Game Boy Color. Gold and Silver were Game Boy Color games, right? Yeah. And then yeah, Red, and, Red and Blue were regular Game Boy games. Yep. yep. Yes. And Crystal was the only one that was. Uh, that was only on um, Game Boy Color. Kitty cats come to crash the party. Trying to yeah. keep them off the table. <laughs> now, <laughs> did you guys know on um, 
Pokemon Stadium, if you transfer your Pokemon over from red and blue, you can change the color slightly of your Pokemon in Stadium by having given them certain nicknames. I don't think I knew that. What? Yeah. So, so you like have like early a, shinies? Yeah, exactly. Somewhat? Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. They they're like slightly, until slightly oil, right? like a, your Blastoise can have, have like a slightly yellowish tinge to it or a greenish tinge. Can you imagine? I doubt yeah. they would go this far, but that would be super cool if they did that and then let you transfer these to Pokemon Home and keep those like little <laughs> well, additions. I think that's the, that's, the, that's the dream, right? For like well, for, just for in big general, Pokemon fans, get rid of the barriers that are impossible to achieve right like having to buy all these consoles and all these games Mm -hmm. that are so expensive yeah so expensive i mean it's fun to do but it's not achievable for most it's not reasonable to try yeah no but to go from red and blue original game boy and bring your pokemon straight into home yeah not having to go from yes the game boy to game boy advance to ds yeah no i would i would in a perfect world at some point we'd have all the most of the gens available mm-hmm. on here and you could use your same Pokemon yeah. through all the gens because of how easily transferable they are yeah. and on Pokemon Stadium. They would at least lock down Nintendo or Pokemon subscribers forever Yeah, if they did that. If oh, there yeah. was a home compatibility with all of the NSO Pokemon games. I, I will say this right now. Quote me. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, Red and Blue come out and they have the ability to use those Pokemon on Stadium when it comes out, I will play it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I will. I'll say that if they don't, I'm not sure that I'll play it. I, mm-hmm. The games are great, but yeah, they haven't aged well and they're super slow. Yeah. Um. So I don't know that I'll put like play them for nostalgia just to play them. But if yeah. I have multiple yeah. uses out of that same uh-huh. team, I will have a reason to build a team that I want to build. Yep. And use them on stadium and play with, play against my friends. It'd be mm-hmm. it'd be so. kind of a fun little like mini tournament to like just play <laughs> a little you know like a little round robin on Pokemon Stadium, even yeah. though. We think fondly of it back, but man, the battles on Pokemon Stadium were extremely slow. Yeah, like you, the animations mm, really yeah. slowed it down. You could turn off the animations. But the oh, animations can you really? Were, oh, yeah. that's good then. But they I, were cool. They were oh, cool. They were really so cool. cool. Like, they were really cool. But I don't think we. And frankly, we knew how cool it was that they modeled all these Pokemon in 3D, and all the animations were there, and we were still playing the Game Boy games. You know, like yeah, and they were still static. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But it was. I don't know. I look forward to seeing it again because I haven't played Pokemon oh, Stadium in years. By the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of battle presentation, being in a literal stadium uh-huh. with people watching, which they kind of got in Sword and Shield too, uh-huh. they were way ahead of the curve. Uh-huh. And now you look at like, uh, and I love Scarlet and Violet, but the battles in Scarlet and Violet are literally on school grounds with like six people watching and two of them are the same grandmas holding, their identical grandmas holding their arms up in the air like this and they never put their arms down. Yeah. You know she'd end up in the hospital <laughs> if she did that. Do they have that weird fake smile on too? <laughs> I don't know. Open mouth smile. I all I can say is I. Well, speaking to Pokemon Presents, I hope that they in Scarlet and Violet part of the DLC is they give us different, even just a different like setting for the battles that like mm-hmm. on online and in like tournaments. You know? Yeah. Because it's it's not great. <laughs> oh oh, but by the way, my most sought after and wanted game. On NSO in the Game Boy Game Boy Color realm is Pokemon Pinball. It's not even remotely close. Oh yeah, it's I a good game. The Rumble. It's, I think I put more time into that than probably any Game Boy game, other than maybe like the mainline Pokemon games. Yeah, yeah. No, I you, bought that you recently. Guys played it a lot. Pokemon uh, Pinball. Yep. Oh nice. Yeah, I put it on the Discord. I think. Yeah. Oh, my, on my clean the collectors thing. It. Maybe I didn't put it up there. I thought I did though. I'm gonna look because if I missed it, do you get I'm it? Do you, you get it in uh, complete in box too? Or just that's no, expensive. <laughs> yeah, expensive. I'm just curious, but like, oh my gosh, I love that game. No, this was so just at much. um, game, uh, which one? The um, Super Smash games. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I haven't yeah. been there in a while. I like it there though. Mm-hmm. It's one. Of, it's considered one of the best Game Boy Color games. Period. Like if you look at top lists of games, Pokemon mm-hmm. Pinball's on that list, and it's a pinball game. Well, the fact that you could catch all 150 Pokemon in oh, it too, and it like it gave you a reason to keep going back. It was pretty ahead of its mm-hmm. time. And like the mini games, like you know, playing against the legendaries, like the yep. Mewtwo mini levels. Or the you got Meowth, to that point. Meowth mini game is fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I just love that game so yeah. much. That would be for me. That's the Pokemon game I want most on NSO. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't blame you. Nice. And it would it would be cool. And you because of the Rumble, you'd be able to play it how it was meant to be played. Oh, that'd be cool. All right, so let's move on to Game Boy Advance. Um, <coughs> so first off, did either of you guys play Kuru Kuru Kurukin? Yes. Negative. I did. Did you? Did you like yeah, it? I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a little fun little puzzle puzzle game that's very physics oriented mm-hmm. or i guess spatial yeah uh you have to gotta know how to move your stick <laughs> <laughs> so so me and caleb because like i said we played all the multiplayer games um on the game boy advance this one and mario kart were the two you could play multiplayer we played both of them and there's only a handful of levels you can do on this one but i liked it and i was like i think i'm gonna like play that some more well i ended up loving it because i played through mm-hmm. the whole thing yeah <laughs> and uh it's fun. Like I really, it the first handful of levels aren't that hard, but then the challenge becomes getting through the level without you know taking any damage. Mm-hmm. So don't hit a wall. Getting through the level and beating the high score time wise, and then eventually like later levels you have to save your siblings on each level plus beat the level. I don't know. There's like there's one level that literally took me probably the better part of. I, I mean, this might not sound like that much, but for a game like this, three or four hours mm-hmm. to be just playing it over and over and over and over yeah. and over, and Jasmine hearing me rage at my Game Boy <laughs> or my Game Boy and my Switch. Uh-huh. But um, I really liked it. If you're a fan of puzzle games and you haven't played it, it's really cool. And like Alex said, very physics based. Just I don't know. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. Um, nice. But yeah, now I'm done. I think there's challenges and stuff that I haven't done at all. Yet, it's but. challenging too because even just the first levels, if you want to beat the time that they have you know it's you got to play essentially perfectly yeah i know i kind of want to go through because it changes the when you beat a level it just turns into a little circle but Uh if you beat it without taking damage and beat the time it turns into a star yeah so i want to go through and make them all stars i don't have that time (laughs) well i guess (laughs) i don't have that time either i don't know where i'm gonna find it um then what's next zelda legend of zelda the The minish minish cap yep possibly almost definitely my favorite <laughs> possibly <laughs> impossible um yeah no i'm definitely looking forward to playing this again because i haven't played it in a while but you guys yeah same have here. both played it before i assume i played yeah. it before i started it up today and maybe played like 15 20 minutes i got far enough to where i got my sword and my shield zelda got cursed by vadi and now she's stone <laughs> she's stone and now i'm headed to the forest to meet the picori the lead the famed Picori? Picori? I'm not sure how you say it, but... I don't know either, but it sounds right. But yeah, the game is really good. Great game. I love the the shrinking mechanic and the collecting all of the... Um, kinstones? That sounds right. Right? Sure. And um, yeah, you <laughs> as you explore throughout all of the areas, you find different pieces that match up, and then you take them... This, I might not remember clearly, but I believe you take them back, and that helps, I don't know, unlock more characters... Or not characters, but of the, the little Picori guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's been a long time. I, it was one of the games you got in the 3DS as an ambassador. Mm-hmm. Sounds yep. so fancy. <laughs> Ambassadors <laughs> and, uh, rise up. <laughs> and that's the last time I played it, so probably 10 plus years ago. That's that's the first time and last time I played it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had it on Game Boy. No, I think I might have borrowed your copy on Game Boy Advance because I don't think I ever owned it. Yeah, um, but I don't yeah. know where it went, ended up, sadly, but I love it. game. Yeah, well, with the rest of your Game Boy Advance stuff, <laughs> Don't talk about it. It makes me sad. 
<laughs> All right. Did either of you guys play Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga? Yeah, I started it. Negative. I haven't. I haven't played it on here. I I have played mm-hmm. at least part of the game before. But yep. had you played it before? <laughs> yes. That's right. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. It's it's the same game. Yeah. Uh, there's it, it's it's so good. It just it, a thing I like about this game. Like I said, I haven't even remotely finished it. And I haven't played it in a while. But mm-hmm. I remember thinking. It felt closer to a Mario RPG sequel mm-hmm. than Paper Mario did. I um, agree. As far as some of the gameplay mechanics with the timing yeah. aspects and then the humor. Uh-huh. Not that Paper Mario didn't have humor, but um, something no. about it felt like maybe they were a little closer to what Mario RPG was. Yeah. But And this is a very self-referential humor. Yeah. Making fun of itself, making fun of Mario games in general, the mechanics <laughs> of it. Yeah. Um, the characters um, even <laughs> makes fun of like, uh, tra- bad translations of Japanese. <laughs> the, one of the main villains goes, "I have fury." <laughs> it's just they're very smart, and the series has only gotten better, from what I understand, other than a few yeah. mediocre ports. But no, but as a starting point, this is like, yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, there, this, I don't know. I'm looking forward to playing it. Nine out of ten. Ten out of ten. I don't know. Somewhere <laughs> around there. Hi. <laughs> I'd like to know what other people think too. If in any of these games, if you have thoughts, like definitely let me know or let us know on Instagram or on Discord. But yeah, I'm excited to play that one for sure because I've always wanted to finish it. And even though I do play my handhelds, it's more convenient to have it on the Switch, which I tend to play a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit. Did you guys play it? No. I did not yet. But I mean, we've played it countless yeah. hours yeah. before. Me, <laughs> me and Caleb played it, obviously, because it's multiplayer. I haven't played it on its own, but. It's like Super Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously it was the closest to Super Mario Kart. Yeah. And in all honesty, they're great. Obviously, Super Mario Kart was great for what it was. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart Super Circuit is great at being a handheld Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. But these two Mario Kart games have not aged well. Oh, <laughs> like, definitely. Yeah. yeah. They don't like, they just don't feel right. They're very floaty mm-hmm. in the in the turning. and. Yep. Yeah. And it's... There was drifting in this to some degree, wasn't a there? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Not a bad game. It's cool that we can play it four player if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Off or online, local multiplayer or online. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Um, there are some cool levels on it, but overall, not a must play Mario Kart. I would say anybody who just likes to kind of like explore origins of stuff, like it, it's a good throwback game. So, Super Mario Advance Four, Super Mario Brothers Three. Do you guys play that at all yet? Not yet. I, I'm looking forward to it though. I yes. played it a little bit, and I, <laughs> I've had a revelation. <laughs> Or maybe I just completely forgot, but I, I, for some reason in my head, I thought Super Mario Advance 4 was its own, like, different standalone platformer Mario game, but it's Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. Ported, but with more stuff. Well, what did you think the other Mario Advance games I, were? I don't, I didn't remember. I didn't, I, yeah. Well, when, this well, guy. Yeah, once I, <laughs> once I realized, it's just like, oh, yeah, like, the other one was Yoshi's World. One of them was Super Mario World. I've, I'd completely forgotten that. So uh-huh. in my head, when I heard, like, e-reader levels are attached, I was like, oh, this is its own Mario game. Mm-hmm. But it's not really. Yeah. We, we talked e- about this just briefly before you got here, and I definitely just chalk it up to his crappy memory. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm like, there's no way you didn't know during the Game Boy Advance Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew, I, knew I just completely forgot. But that's a great Mario game, so I would one recommend of the, it. Yeah. One of the, <laughs> if not the best, yeah. platforming or side-scrolling Mario's. Yeah. But yeah, the addition of the e-reader levels, which is yeah, I'm looking forward to playing those. And a you lot. can play those without playing through the main Mario I, Three I game, think right? So I don't remember. I bought this on Wii U because I didn't think <laughs> I was like, "There's no way they're ever going to port this." <laughs> right. So meh, whatever. I yep. have it on Wii U too, but yeah. but yeah, you do. I don't think you have to play any of the game. Um, but yeah, the, the, they're cool cause they're just Mario three levels, but mm-hmm. very much so. 
um, unique to the unique e to the e-reader. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I've mentioned it before, but trying to go out and collect all those cards and an e-reader and the game and a Game Boy Color or Advance or sorry, Game Boy Advance would be quite the task. And I cannot imagine getting those e-reader cards would be cheap. Yeah. yeah. And there's also in this game a Mario Bros. mode where you you know you play that kind of oh, like yeah. a, the mini game the, where you're the arcade Mario Brothers. Yep, yep with the yeah. pipes and everything. Lots of fun. Which that one is multiplayer too. But yeah, we didn't play it because I didn't feel like it. But now this I played is that the game uh, this is the third place you can play Super Mario Bros. Three. I know on the NSO. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, you know what? Well, it's probably the best way to play it. Going back to talking about the Advance series, uh, I remember when Advance Super Mario Advance One, which is Super Mario Brothers Two, yeah, came out. It was a good remake because it was modeled after the Super Mario All-Stars SNES yeah. graphics. Sure. But it added some, I don't know if you call them features, but it like added um, graphic features that wouldn't be available even on the SNES, I think, that were kind of Game Boy Advance exclusive. Yeah. So like bigger bigger characters, bigger enemies with the, like the rotation and stuff like that. Um so I don't know if the other ones really had that though. That uh, like an added, I don't know, feature to the game. Other than this one has the coins you can collect and. So, I did play two, so the Super Mario Advance, yes. the first one, which was Mario Two, uh -huh. and I had Super Mario World as well. When I got yeah. my Game Boy Advance SP, it came with that. Yep. But it's been so long, I don't remember now if they actually added anything to either. Yeah, of them. I don't remember if Yoshi's Island had anything either because I remember playing that one for sure on the. Everything the I've color. always read about these four games or advance, I mean. was that this one was obviously like the one they put the most effort into. Right. Including having the e-reader cards. Uh -huh. I didn't I don't know that I knew exactly what that meant, but mm -hmm. it seems like this was like they <laughs> they finally figured out the formula <laughs> at the fourth one and then stopped. Yeah. And I feel like it's the one that maybe is appreciated by the most people like it's definitely loved more than super mario brothers one and definitely two and compared to super mario world i think i love mario world more mm -hmm. but i think this is more popular so it makes yeah. sense that this is the one they put the most effort into i love yoshi's island man yoshi's yeah, island is that's really a good. great game that's very underrated but yeah this is it's a, this is definitely a must play i guess if you want to play mario 3 and you don't know which version to play i would say this is the version to play though definitive version it's the definitive edition <laughs> yes um, and lastly, it was WarioWare Inc. Yeah. Micro or Mega Micro Games. Um, I didn't actually end up playing this. I thought it was multiplayer. When it wasn't, I was disappointed and forgot to go back to it. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate because it's it's really fun game I on think its own. All the rest of the games have been. This one just mm. was the beginning and it wasn't. But did you guys play it? Yeah, I played a little bit of it. Played a little bit right before this podcast. Yeah, what'd you think? I think it's ridiculous and yeah. wonderful and wacky <laughs> and the, yep. exactly what WarioWare games are. Uh-huh. I remember playing this at a Sam Goody. They had a Game Boy Advance. <laughs> you guys remember Sam Goody? Uh -huh. <laughs> it was a Game Boy kiosk? Or they had a kiosk, yeah. And this was on there. It's the only time I had ever played it. But I remember thinking, like, this is cool. Like, yeah. I loved the the references in the mini games. Yep. Now, this was the first WarioWare game, right? Yeah. I oh, think it was. they did one more on Game Boy Advance. Yes. I know they did for sure because it's one of the games I want them to put on in SO. Why? Well,. I was trying to remember what games I wanted them to bring that I just had completely forgotten. I hadn't forgotten about this one, but I, I looked up a IGN list of the top 25 games on Game Boy Advance, and literally number one on the list was a game called WarioWare Twisted. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Do you have any uh, knowledge of that game? Well, it, ha it was the bigger cartridge that it had like let you move or something. Yeah, like there was like gyroscope, gyroscope oh, features yeah. or something attached to it. But uh -huh. apparently, it, it, I don't know if there was multiplayer aspect or not. I have to do more digging and research. But I just know that it's very, very highly regarded. Huh. 
And I know it's expensive, but is it really? Is it? Yeah. Mm. So that, I think I I want I want to know why that's listed as the best Game Boy Advance game of all time on a on a pretty big website. You know? Yeah. I it would be cool that if they added that. Um, so that's your number one, huh? No, but, not my not my number one. But, oh. I, but I am curious why it came in first place on that list, like, yeah. a, above some really really great games like Fusion and you know yeah. um, other to, classics. To be fair, I didn't know that people regarded it that high. I, like, I, I know people like it. I had but no idea either. That's impressive. So what other game? What game other than this would be the one you want to see most? Mm, I think it might be it might be a tie between Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced, that game was so good, and or the sequel to Pokemon Pinball, which I've never played in my whole life. So Yeah, the Ruby. You guys had it, though. Did we really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever played it. Interesting. We might have got that at Big Boys. That was and, one of and, the things. I might have just taken it for granted. <laughs> your dad may have played it. <laughs> yeah, my dad loves pinball games. Yeah. So, Alex, what would be your number one most wanted? I'd love to have Sonic Advance. Yeah, I'd love to play them. So... As I talked about in the Sonic episode yep. with Connor. Um, well, for me, it would have been Golden Sun in Lost Stage. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we know Golden yeah. Sun we is know coming. It's coming so. And it would yeah. be really weird if they didn't add Lost Stage as well, because the story doesn't end until you play that. Yeah. Um, so I would probably... Well, Final Fantasy Tactics would have been up there for me, too. Um, I love that game. I don't know. I'd probably say Klonoa 2. Or the, oh, yeah, Klonoa from yeah. the Game Boy Advance. I've uh-huh. always wanted to play that game. And I never had it, and it's expensive. <laughs> so, like, this would be the cheaper way to play it. Yeah, and I would, and it, I would go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and it's supposed to be a fantastic platformer. And I love, I like Klonoa One. I yeah. played that. I played the remake on Wii, but yeah, I've never played. Well, I guess either two or this version of two or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I'd really like to play that. I'm sure there's other games that I'd really like to see too that I'm not thinking of right now. Yeah, a couple that I completely forgotten about was the uh, the Castlevania games, which are extremely highly regarded. Like they're up there for some of the best Metroidvanias. Period. Yeah, they had like a Circle bunch of them that got received. Circle of the Moon and yeah, Portrait of maybe Ruin. not for everyone, but <laughs> <laughs> but they are very highly regarded and valuable too physically. Yeah. <clears throat> also. There's some, um, the original Dragon Quest games that were released in Japan on the Famicom are on the Game Boy Advanced in Dragon Warrior form. They're called Dragon Warrior, I think, 1, 2, and 3, I think, they right? Not, they weren't released in America, though. No, 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 but Dra- Dragon Warrior wasn't? Not not on Game Boy Advance. Dragon Warrior 1, 2, and 3 were all on Game Boy Color, oh, if that's tripping? what you're talking about. Oh, then those, for sure, would be on that list, too, for that. <clears throat> yeah, because you can get... I have Dragon Warrior 1 and 3 on Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. And then 4, 5, and 6 were remade on DS. That was the first time they ever came to the States. No, yeah. That's not true. But it's the first, that was 1 through 4 had come to the States on NES. Yeah. But that would, it would be cool to see those, especially 3. 3 was really good. Yeah. Um, Ninja 5 just because I want to see why it's <laughs> so valuable. Why it's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. I mean, I'm sure we could think about more. Obviously, Pokemon's oh, an easy one. Of course, yeah. Um, one question I want to have for you guys is how do you think it, the games look for Game Boy Advance and Game Boy on the bigger screen? Oh. Have you played it? Okay, first off, have you played the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance games on the TV or almost exclusively on handheld? Those mode? were both in handheld mode for me. Yeah, I only played handheld Interesting. too. Interesting, yeah. Did you, did you play on the big You haven't played on the bigger screen? No. Oh. How do you feel it looks on the handheld mode? Do you I, feel like... The, I didn't feel like there was any issues. I, I didn't... I'm by no means a purist yeah. of uh-huh. anything. Like, 
I don't notice things a lot. <laughs> yeah. It might have to be a video file to notice yeah, something like but that. but I thought it looked good. I liked it. From what I've heard, um, I think the Mario Kart game, I think, is the one that feels like it struggles the most being on a being blown up mm-hmm. um, because of the, just how pixely it is. That could be, but I remember thinking the game was kind of uh, quote-unquote ugly yeah. anyway. Uh-huh. So, like, I don't know that I noticed. Yeah. Yep. It's nice. That's that's why it's nice that there is a you can play it in classic mode. Yes, smaller you can. Screen. But I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. No, I think it looks pretty good. I didn't mm-hmm. have any problems with it. I think the average person is going to be like, yeah, this is great. Uh-huh. Yeah, just nice to have it. And I just look forward to them adding more. Yep. Yeah. Um, greedy man that I am. <laughs> yeah. Just give me more. Yep. But yeah, the fact that uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Golden Sun was on their coming soon list made me happy because I really yeah. want to play through those again. And so you you would presume that Lost Age will come at some point. Yeah, I don't know how they wouldn't. It would be stupid. Kind of like Zero Mission coming because we know Fusion's coming. Yeah. Yeah, And that's why, like, Fusion would have probably been my number one. Oh, for sure. Or Golden Sun, but they're both already coming. So, like, most of my favorite games are already guaranteed. Yeah. So, Minish Cap would have been another one. Yeah. Now, how did did Golden Sun and Golden Sun 2 link together? Like, how did you transfer (laughs) your... At the end of the game it would you'd create a saved file that would become transferable that would transfer the main character your main uh-huh. characters their stats and their jin um their jinny yeah to the game so i don't want to spoil anything i guess if anybody cares enough no no, no. physically how did you transfer it tra- you had to have a copy two two game boys okay yeah i was gonna say i don't remember one. being able to necessarily yeah there may have been like a code system that they uh-huh. worked in but i don't i feel like i needed two game boys to do it yeah because there's no you know battery or there's no memory on the game boy advance yeah so no you definitely needed i think you needed two game boys mm-hmm. so but yeah and you definitely want to do that because yeah. then you i mean it wouldn't be the same if you don't uh-huh. all that progress from the first game would just kind of be done yeah but, i yeah. mean you can still play lost age yeah, it's a, it's a direct sequel, so yeah. you don't want to play it without playing the first one. It's but. true, yeah. And for those who've never played Golden Sun, I would highly recommend playing it. It's not just one of the best RPGs on Game Boy Advance. It's, in my opinion, one of the best ever. Very underrated. Maybe it's hard yeah. to say that's underrated, but it's. Yeah, I feel like it is underappreciated. I, I, in general, it, I feel that way. I think so. I do want to say, <laughs> on, on that regard, as somebody who plays a lot of RPGs, Golden Sun... Pr- I, I, I would want to set expectations because I don't think it's one of the best RPGs of all time. For me, it is. It being one of your favorites is totally fine, but if... One of the top it, 100. <laughs> you know, you know what, it's one of my favorites, too, mm-hmm. but it's for what it was on the Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. is what it is. Like, yeah. that level of scope as far as world um, customization with how you can mix and match your gen to make different classes and oh, stuff. Oh, man, that was Story, amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, really good. It was really cool. And I, in that case, it is fantastic, but... It just, if somebody was to sit down and try to compare it to a console release RPG of the time, they might find themselves disappointed. Mm-hmm. But it's important to remember, like, it's a Game Boy Advance game. When this came out, we didn't have something like this on Game Boy Advance, like, yeah. or on a handheld. Yep. It was, and it, and it, hold, story wise, it holds up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a great it's a story. Great story. The battles were very cinematic. Yeah. Everything. Fun mechanics. Too. Everything it did, it did right. But I do, I just, I don't want to poop on your parade no i i, <laughs> like, I mean i mean maybe maybe all i mean i i would be curious to see where it ranks on like all-time rpg lists but yeah. okay maybe, maybe it isn't one of the best rpgs of all time but maybe it is i know nintendo wise it is one of the best rpgs on any oh, nintendo sure. console and, and there is a reason that isaac is so sought after as a smash fighter 
for Smash. It's a great it's game. Up it's there. fantastic. I mean, there's a reason why it'd be my number one most wanted Game Boy Advance game to come to the Switch. Mm-hmm. I love those games. And, and every Nintendo Direct, I hope we get another Golden Sun. I think it's the best game I discovered in an issue of Nintendo Power. I remember that's how I learned about it, was reading an article in Nintendo Power, and I was like, this looks interesting. And then I bought it, and I was just like blown away by how good the game was. Yeah. No, it's, it's fantastic. But... You did say the best Nintendo RPG, and they forgot they did Earthbound. Now you look stupid. (laughs) I said one of the best Nintendo (laughs) RPGs. Absolutely among the best Nintendo RPGs. It's easily one of my favorite RPGs. Super Super Mario RPG, I think I like that more than Golden Sun, too. No, no, Golden Sun is fantastic. Lost Age is fantastic. uh, Chrono Trigger, easily the best. (laughs) Well, it's not Nintendo, though. Yeah, no. Chrono Trigger. But it was on... Chrono Trigger was on Super Nintendo. Chrono Trigger is... One of the best RPGs of all oh, time. Hands down. <laughs> it's one of the best games of all time. Yeah, it's so good. Um, okay, well, let's get to the, this episode's run long. <laughs> so let's get to the uh, the Instagram poll. Oh, yeah. Um, so I asked on Instagram um, really late last night when I finally remembered um, what game or console people hope get added to the NSO. Um, and if they wanted to, they could also tell me what game they've enjoyed most so far. But I don't think, I don't know if anybody did. Um, so I had uh, True Rush said Donkey Kong 64 is what he hopes to come most, but also the Super Star Wars saga for Super oh, Nintendo. Oh, yes. that would be amazing. Yes. Yeah. So in this, I was asking about any, not just the Game Boys. Mm-hmm. That but, would be really nice. Um, then Angel Man said he would love to see a GameCube um, and Kirby Air Ride. Oh, yeah. And which I've never played, but I've heard it's really good. And Wusiji Doctor said that he'd love to play um, the Zelda-like Crusader of Senti for the Genesis. Oh. And that if, and if any console was to come, he'd hope to see the Sega Dreamcast. And I agree. Nice. That be would sweet. be really cool. And then lastly from Instagram, Justin said, and I don't know. I'm thinking maybe he doesn't realize Game Boy Advance has come to the thing. Because <laughs> um, he said Game Boy Advance. <laughs> <laughs> so and you're in luck, my friend. So I wanted I was gonna save it here. It has arrived. Justin, if you ha- if you haven't heard at this point, Game Boy Advance games are on the NSO. They're on the NSO. Maybe you are answer, welcome. Maybe he's answered the second one. Which game have you spent the most time? Game Boy Advance. Yeah, yeah he could have meant that. I don't I don't I meant to ask him that I ran out of time, but he did say it's, it's the console he has the some of the fondest memories of. Um, fair, the combination sure. of the games and the feel of the system in his hand. He said it's legend. Mm-hmm. Wait for it, dairy. Mm, indeed. So uh, and then on Discord, I'm going to let James and Alex read those ones for us because they're on the Discord. First submission came from Joel K. He said, Molemania. That was his first entry. Second entry, and Neo Geo for the console. Agreed. Yeah. I have never played Molemania, but I would like to. You should. It's a Shiggy game. Shiggy. Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah. Bring it over. Nintendo. But I, I feel like Neo Geo is more possible than the GameCube or Dreamcast. Sorry. I mean, it's, I think yeah. it's hard to emulate the those... I agree. As it goes further and further. Um, but, yeah, Neo Geo would be perfect on the virtual console. Yeah. I, I think it would be really cool. And I'd love to see Turbo Graphics too, just, yep. again, just because... And they were available on the expensive. on the Wii, yeah. uh, the Wii virtual console, so they know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They definitely know how to do it. The odds are there. I really hope it happens. Yep. And then also on Discord, we have JerBear. Um, his answer about which gamer console would be, says, he said the GameCube would be interesting. Though they will probably do some more ports or remasters, but would be interesting. And Fire. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Three I agree. fires. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the second question, which game you spent the most time with? Uh, he says he hasn't played much, but he did go through Zelda Oot. Oot. <laughs> Ocarina of Time. All the way to the end. Good man, my man. 
Good times. Also, looking forward to some Game Boy Advanced games I haven't played, like the Mario and Luigi game as one example. But Metroid is out, so that will be some time. <laughs> Laugh out loud. <laughs> oh, you read that one. Lots, lots of love. <laughs> oh, all things, Jarrett. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people are probably playing Metroid now on their Switch, so are extremely ignoring the NSO, and I don't yep. blame them. But some of us don't have Metroid yet, so we'll play our NSO <laughs> games in the meantime. Yeah, they're really shoehorning us into buying digital, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're trying. Um, well, anyway, thanks, guys, for your submissions. It's always nice to get feedback. Thank you, peoples. I appreciate it. So, well, on that note, we'll go ahead and start wrapping up, because I think this just became our longest episode ever. Oh, Even wow. So- no way. Wasn't the Wii U one like even longer? Uh, I think we beat it by about six minutes. <laughs> it's because they learned our villain origin stories at the beginning oh, of the episode. No. You're welcome. <laughs> but plus, there's a lot of news. There was a lot of news. There was, week. and that yeah. was big with the PlayStation. And a lot of nudes, um, too. I mean, we're probably <laughs> oh, no. naked. <laughs> they don't know that. <laughs> no, Behind the scenes. I appreciate you guys coming on. My, my uh, most common most frequent guest hosts there we go mm. um so yeah thanks guys and You're i'm welcome. looking forward to Thank what you. the nso adds in the future mm-hmm. so. i think it's in a good place right now honestly. i do i do too uh, i guess as a review oh no yeah we kind of talked about that so yeah overall i think that the nintendo switch online is doing well i think it's worth the money like yeah i don't know maybe it's not to everybody but i think with the what they double <laughs> see that's when it start lo- starts losing its mileage a little bit right now at the price point there you're getting a lot yeah, of bang for your buck <laughs> yep. i mean the occasional smash brothers online match has hiccupy and it has some lag and that's where we, there's a lot of room for growth it's oh, like definitely high level yeah. competitive games mm-hmm. where yeah yeah but no overall good service good games yeah and i'd like to get more so we can and i'd like to play stuff online with people too on these like now that golden eyes out or like pokemon stadium once it comes out oh yeah it would just be kind of fun. So, but, Perfect Dark. Have we got that one yet? That'd be pretty sweet. That no Perfect come. Dark yet. <laughs> but it will possibly come since Golden Eye did. Yeah, that makes Probably sense. Probably not, though. Um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up. So uh, remember that you can always uh, follow us on Instagram at XButtonGaming or Twitter at XButtonGaming1. And remember to always press X to continue. <laughs> <laughs>